we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by. Yo. What? Franklin's here. <laughs> the Mask Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. Mm, nope. I really thought Kyle was like making his nickname something that started with butt. That's the way he did that. I did too. I'm Franklin the Turtle. Okay. Right. Or I could be a little bear. It's your choice. You could be both. <laughs> little <laughs> Franklin. But, oh. I'll be Franklin Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Both good choices. <laughs> Choose wisely. Actually, can you be Friar Tuck from Robin Hood? Oh, that's a good grab right there. The I Badger. Can, I can sing a song. Mm. From what? Robin Hood. Sing it. I don't know it. <laughs> oh, like you're it. saying if I supply you with it, you yeah. can sing it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, starting lineups. Uh, Kyle go. Kyle go. He was nice enough to give Kendall a beer today. Yep. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kendall is drinking from the Souls Collection. He is not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you ate a sandwich from the Souls Collection. I did eat a sandwich from the Souls Collection. It's called uh, Splintered Sunlight IPA. It's a delicious, juicy New England IPA. Um, That's what the can says. That's not what the review is. (laughs) Just a heads up. It's an 8.0 alcohol. By volume. One pint. Uh, There's a long trail on it. And it's from Vermont. All right. Anything you want to add to it, Kendall? Uh, he, like where in Vermont? <laughs> the name it, of the brewery? So from Long Trail Brewing, uh, Bridgewater Corners, Vermont. Hey, don't be stealing my thunder. Matt? I'm just helping you out. To start off with? Team right now, some Gatorade. Lemon Lime. Yeah, Lemon Lime. Gatorade. The Squirt Squeeze Bottle. Yeah. You know, the they, superior you know, type of bottle. I liked it better when they did, when they had the little ribbed, like the little finger yeah. mark thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Uh, All right, guys. I need, I need, a, I need your answer. Well, I'm, I'm, I haven't done my beer yet. I know. I'm drinking from the New England Brewing Company in Woodbridge, Connecticut, the Shits and Giggles German Fest beer, five point six percent alcohol by volume. Cool cameras. Yeah, it's got a picture of uh, Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Mass. Get dick. Mass. Augustus Gloop. <laughs> a well-known dick. Guy ate the, the microphone. Guy, <laughs> yes, you're gonna lose. He didn't catch it. Uh, they're saying he did. I I agree with twenty seven. Kyle, propose your question. You're losing by forty five points. You're winning by forty five points. I'm gonna lose. He's got Jonathan Taylor and Mark Andrews going. Do you stand a chance? That's a catch. The question. The answer is yeah. You stand. You stand a chance. No, nope, not a catch. No, it's not. <laughs> but they're not gonna challenge it. Oh, they did. You got lucky. Not a boy. Unfortunately, there wasn't enough evidence. <laughs> And he gets two receptions for it. The way that the refs were going this week, I wouldn't be surprised. Who is your favorite Colt? Currently? Yeah. Uh, I like Marlon Mack. Wow, that's a bad answer. Well, I mean, I don't know. Mine's T.Y. Hilton. Mine's either Darius Leonard or Quentin Nelson. Nice. Mine's DeForest Buckner. Oh, no. Rodrigo Blinkenship. Oh, yeah. Hot Rod. Rodrigo Blinkenship, for sure. (laughs) 
That's with these nicknames for these kickers. Actually, I know. He, he didn't come up with that nickname. That nickname's actually been thrown around. I know. But, but good. I mean, here's the thing. Legatron was also not his creation, but fuck him forever for saying that. <laughs> Agreed. I'll give I'll give him Hot Rod, but fuck him for saying you Legatron. Know what, Massey? Yeah. I have a I have a I have a assignment for you. Okay. And especially fuck him for how he turned out to be. Because <laughs> he's cheeks now. I give you two weeks. I want you to put up a nickname for each NFL kicker. Oh my god, he's on his second Gatorade. <laughs> a nickname for every NFL kicker. Yep. He's going to do it tonight. He's going to have it done by the end of the show. Yeah. If you do it tonight, I'll give you extra credit. We're going to have a quiet mass tonight. He'll be working. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be working. Uh, Toast of Excellence, anybody have him? Yeah, uh, mine is to not shame Baz. Uh, he sucked. But my Toast of Excellence is to the one and only... Didn't have one. But I made it seem like I did. Nice. <laughs> all right, I'll start you off with one if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Toast of disexcellence to all of us for picking the Yankees to win the wild card game. Because <laughs> yep. not only did they not win it, they got fucking. But smoked. they got beat up. And the Red Sox about to beat the Rays. <laughs> I have a toast of excellence. A uh, little bit of a Homer pick, but my toast of excellence is to the Los Angeles Rams for ending two Seahawks streaks. They ended the Seahawks' dominant streak of nine games won and on Thursday night. Starting streak. Mm-hmm. And Russell Wilson's starting streak, although that one was his fault. Three streaks. Yeah, three streaks. Um, and we also ended the streak of seven games won in the Action Green jerseys that Mock loves. Uh, those jerseys are hideous. I hate them, too. Yeah. I like how they're called Action Green. It's oh, they're, they're the, the only thing I like about those jerseys is that they actually, like, because there are a lot of teams that didn't, like, it was a one-time thing. Nobody does it anymore. Like, I mean, teams still hold on to them, but, like, they did that thing for the season where they did, oh, Thursday night is color oh, rush. And so many teams didn't do it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but when the New Orleans Saints come out in all black jerseys, that's not color rush. They should have came out in all gold jerseys. The Ravens should have worn all purple. You should wear a color, not black and white. So many teams came out in all white or all black, and that's not how it should be. Like the Rams did the blueberries, you know, like the... We had the bright fucking yellow mustards. Oh, right, right, right. But I'm saying, but it was all a color. You know what, though? The like, the Steelers, Steelers it doesn't matter if they looked good. It, it's, not, it's not. It's <laughs> not. No, it's a, no, because you like jerseys, so, so many jerseys that look terrible. Facts. And it's just like, like the Bears did all orange. The only team that I think I could give a waiver to is nope. the Raiders, but they could have done all silver. Ugh. They used to have an all silver jersey. They don't mm-hmm. wear them anymore, though. Man, those Jaguar jerseys, though, were a yeah. throw-up color. Uh, I have two toasts. One of them is to the uh, the 75th anniversary uh, NBA commercial that just came out. Not so long ago. Did you guys see that? The one with uh, uh, Bill Russell? I mean, everybody's in it. Oh, I, I just saw a quick clip then that I didn't see. Oh, no, movie. everybody's in it. Like, Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade. Um, uh, the, the only non-NBA guy is the guy who's, like, narrating the story. Mm-hmm. He's driving kids in a school bus is um, Michael B. Jordan. Um, how's that guy always get cool roles? Yeah. Michael B. Jordan's fucking awesome. But um, no, Bill Russell's in it, Kareem's in it, Dirk's in it. So what's the seventy-five years of? Seven, it's the seventy-fifth anniversary of the NBA. This is their, they're calling it their diamond season. That's the seventy-fifth. That, that basketball was awesome. Yeah, the seventy-fifth. Yeah, yeah the diamond it, basketball. Hasn't basketball been a thing since like the? But the NBA, it's like the NFL. It was the ABA for a gotcha, while. Gotcha. Okay. Like they just celebrated the hundredth year of the NFL, but football has been around since like the nineteen tens. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Well, they had the ABA, but they also had the NBA. But like the NBA, yeah. This is merger. Yeah, they merged. So when the ABA actually, you know, it's funny. It's it, they make a big joke about it in the movie, semi-pro, but it's like the one historical fact that comes from it is like when the when the NBA and the ABA merged, 
they canned all the teams except for it was the Spurs, the Nuggets, Pacers, the Pacers, and I can't remember the other one. It, it wasn't the Trailblazers. Um, there was another team. I can't remember who it was, but those those were the four teams that actually mm-hmm. got brought over. Um, but yeah, yep. He has eighty-seven yards already. Oh, who? Jonathan Taylor. Break his legs. <laughs> no. Just for today. <laughs> <laughs> but the commercial was really cool. There was a cool like D book Kobe Bryant scene in it and everything. At halftime, we'll pull the commercial up and yeah. we'll play it. Um, and then the other one is to the all the former Chicago Cubs in the twenty twenty one playoffs, which hmm. is Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Kyle Schwarber, and Jack Peterson. Uh, as of today at 4.19 p.m., they have combined for 10 games, 30 at-bats. They're batting 4.33, 4.69, and uh, slugging or, – uh, is it so 4.33, slugging 4.69, and OBP of 1,033. It's like right. they've been there before. Uh, 13 <laughs> hits, 6 home runs, 9 runs, and a 15.02 OPS. So they're doing well. Yeah. Actually, Jack Peterson today – I didn't care for it. It's another Massey nickname. Uh, he didn't come up with it, but Jocktober. I hate that a whole Jocktober. lot. Jocktober. Uh, That's bad. He, he came out and pinched hit for the Braves and just fucking smashed a home run. <laughs> yeah, he's three for three with two home runs. Right? Yeah. Fucking douchebag. And then the, the, number one, uh, the number one comment on the thing is, imagine if all these guys were on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> they, Brian was playing center field the other night. Was he? Yeah, they. What did he become an outfielder? <laughs> so, oh. Kyle, that's not going to happen. The kicker nicknames thing. Why not? Because I'm not that creative. I gave you two weeks. <laughs> I'm yeah, still not that creative. You're the one that picked to do it right now. <laughs> Just looking at some of the names. What the fuck am I going to do for Kymie Fairburn? Oh, easy. The firing Fairburn. Right there. <laughs> that's a bad nickname. Yeah, it's a <laughs> I really bad. Had to be good. <laughs> oh, okay. I can do this then. <laughs> It just has to be a nickname. What's his first name? Kaimi. Kaimi? Kaimi a field goal, baby. That is also bad. Game Kaying. Uh, rough. That's not a nickname. <laughs> you were going with a slogan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my quick toast uh, to... What the to, hell is Malone University? You know, Malone. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia sports fans doing their thing. You know, you see that the couple uh, in... Guy and a girl going to the bathroom stall. Few moments later, cops come in. They get pulled out. <laughs> so good on you, Philly. Yeah. Stay classy. Excuse me. Such a trash <laughs> fan base. Hey, Kyle. You guys are. You guys are a trash fan base. Yeah, but don't talk about me like that. I didn't talk about you. I talked about the fan base. There's some good guys in there. Yeah, all the ones that don't live in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Crack them. Okay, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hint. A hint to what? what? He knows what I'm talking about. I'm so thirsty. What? This is not a beer to be drinking that fast. <laughs> should have asked Mass for a Gatorade. About? Yeah, you should have, because I would have given you one. Break his leg. Break his leg. Just for tonight, though. <laughs> oh, but it's so good. But it's so heavy. Um, <laughs> quick, quick recaps. Let's see. I don't know what we all kind of predicted. We're kind of all over the place, but... Uh, so far, uh, I don't. What game? There's MLB games going on right now, right? Yeah. Braves won yes. today. Braves won. There's three today. White Sox were postponed. White Sox were postponed. And the Giants and Dodgers are on at some point. Yeah, the Giants and Dodgers are starting at nine thirty, and the Red Sox are up five nothing on Tampa Bay, um, in a uh, Red Sox clinch potential game 
top of the fifth. Um, so the Red Sox are up two to one, looking to close it out today. Braves are up two to one after their victory today. Houston is leading the White Sox two to one with game four tomorrow. Uh, Giants and Dodgers are split one and one. So that's where we're at with those. We'll probably get a little bit more into that at some point. And then uh, we have our set it and forget it hockey draft tonight at ten thirty, which I think we're probably all in agreement. We're just going to kind of let auto draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See whatever happens happens. Yeah. We don't have to. You guys can draft. My phone won't make it. I'm cool with that. But you guys can draft. I don't care. Are we going to tell Mock? No. <laughs> if we're all going to auto draft, who cares? Yeah. If he wants to jump in and draft, he can jump in and draft. Let it be a surprise. Because the set it and forget it thing is more of a luck, really. It's also a lot more funny. Yeah. Um. So I think the only thing to do from now is uh, cue up the music. <laughs> it's funny. I was watching a, I guess it was the game last night, and I heard the the song come. I was like, ah, that's us. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> also, too, if go, you know, if you have an Instagram, go look at our Instagram. Our our producer slash board manager over there, the Rat of a Red Baron. He does a very nice job every week uh, displaying all the Bud Light team cans with uh, the home teams on the bottom for, for the Thursday night matchup and then again on Sunday for all the games and then again on Monday for the Monday night game. So go give those a like. Give them a, give them a quick shout. Why, thank you. Would you like help this week, Paul? Uh, nah, I'll do it. I got it. All right. I just, want, I just want you guys to be in on the TBDs. Of course. That's the best part. Matthew, are, you, are you trying to play Pokemon Snap right now? Is that what's happening? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta put my, you gotta put Matthew's microphone on though. Yeah, he asked me to mute it. I don't know if he's ready to be back. We need the TBDs. Right, he's back. <laughs> Are we ready? I'm ready. TBD. Thursday night football, week five of the NFL season that was underway as the LA Rams went to Seattle to play their division foes, the Seahawks. Russell Wilson fucked up his hand <laughs> in a 152 yard, one touchdown, one interception performance. Off of uh, was it off Aaron Donald's helmet? Did he hit his helmet? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stafford underthrew everybody for three three sixty five and a touchdown with an INT. As Daryl Henderson added eighty two on the ground. Woods and Metcalf big days through the air, but the broken finger really wasn't the turning point. The Rams were in control for most of the yeah. game as they went on to beat their division foes twenty six seventeen. Can Geno Smith step in in the next few weeks to make Seattle a playoff contending football team? TBD. Hope not next week. Then we traveled across the pond for Falcons Jets. Falcons were the home team, if you call it that. But Matt Ryan and company looked to take the struggling Jets who just came off their wow victory from the Titans in week four. As Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan threw for 342 and two touchdowns, Cordero Patterson continued to be the point man on the ground, and Kyle Pitts finally had his coming out party with 119 receiving yards and a touchdown. And the Jets were pretty quiet on the offensive side of the ball, though they did manage to score 20. But you know, Danny Amendola's brother kicked a bunch of field goals. I mean, who the fuck is Matt Amendola? I've never even heard of that guy. Kicker. <laughs> NFL makes up names. <laughs> exactly. Danny's uh, brother. <laughs> but the emergence of Kyle Pitts and the continuing offensive explosion of Cordell Patterson helps lead the Falcons to a 27-20 victory over the New York Jets in the London Wembley. Yeah. Can Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson combine now to make the Atlanta Falcons a serious threat in the NFC South? Yes, they can. Also, Tottenham Stadium. Was it Tottenham? Yeah. There you go. 
the Green Bay Packers travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals as that game was a real barn burner going into overtime. Joe Burrow throws for 281 and two touchdowns. Rodgers, 344 and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, the big guy on the ground as Devontae Adams broke the 200-yard mark. And Jamar Chase, another stellar performance, 160 and a touchdown as well. The game was neck and neck as kickers chose to keep missing field goals as much as possible. As I believe McPherson missed two in in regulation and Crosby missed three. And then OT McPherson missed the game uh, potential go-ahead t- uh, field goal. Game-winning field goal. Well, no, it wouldn't have been game-winning, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that would have been game-winning. Oh, I didn't watch. I didn't see the first drive. Missed the game-winning field goal, <laughs> and Crosby was called on to seal the deal, and he made it when it counted as Green Bay held off the hot Bengals 25-22 to in overtime. Can the Cincinnati Bengals bounce back in what was a real division shift performance in the AFC North this week? TBD. The Detroit Lions look for their first win of the season at Minnesota against the Vikings. Kirk Cousins throws for 275 and a touchdown as Mattinson continues to impress on the ground in Cook's absence with 113 yards. Jared Goff throws for 200 yards in a scoreless at a scoreless effort, but the St. Brown kid, I can't remember his name, is it Amon St. Brown? Yeah. Amon Ra St. Brown continues to impress through the air with seven receptions for 65 yards. Um, and Justin Jefferson continues to bounce back from his, his woeful start with seven receptions for 124. But it was the story again as Detroit choked late and allowed big plays with no time to give Minnesota a game-winning field goal as they fall 19-17 to and 0-5 on the season. Are the Detroit Lions as bad as their 0-5 record shows? TBD. Also, no. no, no. The Pittsburgh Steelers look to... Im- Prove on their woeful ways of injuries and bad offense against the what were once hot Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater throws for 288 yards and two scores as Cortland Sutton has a big day with 120 yards and a score through the air. But Najee Harris found his mojo on the ground with 122 and a score and Claypool with 130 and a touchdown through the air as the Pittsburgh Steelers fend off the Broncos 27 to 19 to get a much needed victory. But will the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster prove problematic for the Steelers coming down the rest of the season? TBD. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosted the Miami Dolphins in an interconference game. Tom Brady coming to keep rolling from his career record-setting league-leading pass yardage performance. Um, yeah. Jacoby Brissett throws for 275 and two touchdowns as Miles Gaskins has a great day through the air with 74 yards and two touchdowns and added 30 or 25 on the ground, you know, the part that he's paid for. Leonard Fournette had a great day on the ground, 67 in his score as Antonio Brown and Mike Evans found the end zone twice as Tom Brady became, in his 300th career season, the first time to throw for 400-plus and five touchdowns in a game as he had a great day, 30 for 41, 411, and five scores as they rumbled all over the Dolphins, 45 to 17. Can the Tampa Bay Buccaneers continue the bounce back from last week's loss to be the best team in the NFL? TBD. The New Orleans Saints travel to the nation's capital to take on the football team. Jameis Winston throws for four touchdowns after opening up the game with an interception. Kamara adds 71 on the ground, and Marquez Callaway, 85 and two scores through the air. Tyler Heineke continues to play his heart out, but this time it bit him as he threw two picks and no scores. 
and Antonio Gibson had a great day on the ground, but it wasn't enough as the Saints steamrolled the football team 33-22 to to improve to 3-2 and on the season. Can the ever-so-erratic arm of Jameis Winston continue to lead the Saints to victories in the NFC? TBD. The Philadelphia Eagles travel to uh, North Carolina to take on the Panthers. The Panthers look to bounce back and be a ro- rolling team, but Sam Darnold throws three picks and 177 yards, and Hubbard breaks the century mark on the ground, but the Eagles were able to hold DJ Moore in check with only 42 yards, and Jalen Hurts continued his rushing touchdown ways with 198 through the air as well. Devontae Smith, 77. It was a close one, but the Eagles managed it out 21-18. to Are the Carolina Panthers starting to show their true form as a, as a middle-of-the-pack team in the NFL? Yes, they are. The Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Derrick Henry looks to rumble his way through a hurt Jacksonville Jaguars team. Trevor Lawrence looks to get the first win on the season against a team that's tripped so far this season. Ryan Tannehill throws for 197, but Derrick Henry does his thing. 130 on the ground and the hat trick in the end zone. Uh, Dan Arnold finally has his coming out party at the tight end spot everyone was looking for. Six receptions for 64 yards. And Robinson had a 149 and a touchdown on the ground. But it wasn't enough as the rumbling, stumbling Derrick Henry and Tennessee Titans smashed the Jacksonville Jaguars 37-19. to can Jacksonville beat the Detroit Lions in this foot race to last place in the NFL? DBD. <laughs> the New England Patriots travel to Houston to take on the struggling Texans. Uh, Mills throws for 312 yards and three touchdowns. Take that, Mike Mock. As Mark Ingram adds 41 on the ground. And Courtney Moore has 109 yards through the air and a touchdown. But Hunter Henry had a great day with 75 and a score through the air. Harris with a score on the ground. And Mac Jones, 231 through the air as they hold on narrowly to beat the uh, Houston Texans 25-22 to on a late field goal. Chris Moore. Chris Moore. There you go. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Can Mac Jones turn this inter- interception thing around to make the New England Patriots a viable wildcard threat in the AFC? TBD. The, I think that's it for the 1 o'clock games. The 4 o'clock games. The Chicago Bears travel to Las Vegas to take on a bounce-back Raiders team. As Justin Fields continues to get to the start, he throws for 111 and a touchdown. And the Bears' big question mark, can they get the ground game going with Montgomery out? Damian Williams and Khalil Herbert combined for 150-plus yards on the ground. And Darnell Mooney had 35 big yards on three crucial catches. As the run game pounded a flat Las Vegas Raiders offense deep into the ground. A late score from Jacobs wasn't enough as Derek Carr looked subpar at best as the Bears defense held on to beat the Vegas Raiders 20-9. Can the Chicago Bears figure out this hodgepodge deep offense that they have to become a playoff threat? TBD. The battle of the what might be teams. The Kansas City. The (laughs) the LA Chargers host the Cleveland Browns. In what might be the early NFL game of the year. Justin Herbert throws for just under 400 yards and four touchdowns. Baker Mayfield eclipses 302 touchdowns. Eckler has, I believe, four total touchdowns on the day? Correct. Four total touchdowns with 80, or 66 yards on the ground. Mike Williams, 165 through the air. David Njoku, 150 yards through the air. Nick Chubb, 161 on the ground. But it was a field goal late that gave the Chargers the final nail in the coffin. But didn't they kick a field goal late? Touchdown. Browns dragged. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, you're right. Sorry. There's something else. 
That's right. Eckler tried to stop short the old old uh, Patriots uh, drag him into pa- the Patriots Giants yeah. move there. Tried to stop short, but Cincinnati pulled him into the end zone to get the ball back with time. But it was too little, too late as the Chargers held on 47 to 42 to improve to four and one on the season. Can the Chargers continue these winning ways mixed with the Chiefs' woes to become the number one team in the AFC? Yes, they can. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals host the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers tried to keep the high-flying offense of the Cardinals in check, and they did just that as Kyler Murray was not the leading rusher for the team. Um, He only threw for 239 and a score. DeAndre Hopkins did his damage but relatively held in check. But it wasn't enough as Trey Lance was the only formidable weapon for the 49ers that showed up with 192 yards through the air and 89 on the ground as they fall short 17 to 10. This one's a double TBD. Can the Arizona Cardinals keep their winning ways to see this undefeated streak go to double digits? What are the 49ers going to do without Garoppolo and Trey Lance next week? <laughs> TBD. Well, the 49ers are on a bye. Oh, well, they, so Trey Lance still might, is going to miss two weeks, they said, so whatever. Still. So suck my <laughs> balls. The Dallas Cowboys host the New York Giants in what was a real heartbreak for Giants fans, coming off their first win of the season. The game was close early, but the Cowboys were able to pull away as Dak Prescott eclipsed the 300-yard mark in three touchdowns, and Elliott continues to find his legs with 110 yards on the ground and a score. CeeDee Lamb, the big man through the air. Cadavius uh, Tony. Yep. Kadarius Tony, 189 yards, 10 receptions, one fist thrown, and an ejection on the Giants score sheet. As Mike Glennon, that's right, you heard it, was the big passer for the Giants. 196 yards, one interception, or two interceptions, and a touchdown. As the Cowboys took Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones out for multiple weeks. Can these two injuries be the nails in the coffin this early for the Giants season? Yes, they can. Sunday Night Football, the rolling Buffalo Bills look to take on a formidable Kansas City team. Josh Allen, three touchdowns, 300 yards, uh, 59 yards, score on the ground. Dawson Knox, a great day through the air with 117 yards and a score on three recep- or on three receptions. But the, the Kansas City Chiefs, would they go quiet? They sure did as four turnovers were the nails in their coffins in a delayed halftime game. Patrick Mahomes meets his 2020 interception total in week five of the NFL season, as well as a fumble. C- Clyde Edwards-Hilaire done for multiple weeks as the Kansas City Chiefs fall to 2-3 and three on the season, losing 38-20 to to the Buffalo Bills. Are the Kansas City Chiefs a question mark for playoff destiny this year? No, they're not. <laughs> Monday Night Football, the Indianapolis Colts take on the Baltimore Ravens. One's one and three, one's three and one. It's seven nothing in the start of the second quarter. Can Carson Wentz and the banged up uh, Colts offense continue to impress against a formidable Ravens team? TBD. Good job. I gotta start doing the TBD, like plan out the TBDs ahead of time. Because when we originally started doing them, they were more funny, and now they're just more like legit questions. <laughs> It's like, I'm actually concerned. Yes, are they? (laughs) Who said the Kansas City Chiefs are are still a playoff team no matter what? You did? All right, I'm just curious. That's like, I think, one of the NFL topics worth talking about in this first hour. Real quick, before you go into that, still on the Chiefs, uh, we were talking about them being a question mark. The Chiefs' defense, uh, well... They're abysmal. 
on a per-play basis, the most prolific offense in NFL history was the 2000 Rams. They averaged seven yards. Uh, they averaged seven yards per pass. The Chiefs are allowing seven point one yards per play. Because they suck. Right, but I mean, but like, it's different to be like a defense that sucks and like give, giving up. Like, and people like, and that's the thing is like, to the even like the ecstatic like involved NFL fan, seven yards per play doesn't really sound that impressive. Until you consider it's per play. That means it's a first down every other play. Right. Like, I mean, that that's incredible. to Like, if you average seven yards a play, I mean, if you figure if you average seven yards a play, that means at minimum your entire run game for the whole season was averaging at least 4.5 yards per carry. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, because, yeah. like, it's, it's incredible. Because that includes sacks and all that stuff, too. And... It's just like I mean that one guy for the Chiefs. I I, I can't. Um, he's he's got to not have a job after like a, a, one more blunder. Uh, what's his name? I gotta look it up. I, I, but he's he's like he, he, it's a cornerback. He he's he blew the coverage for the Dawson Knox touchdown last night. He blew the coverage against um, Emmanuel Sanders. No, like no, but I'm saying, but like it's like other games. Was oh, it Sorensen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorensen, yeah, yeah. Sorensen, like yeah. The, there's the, there was the picture of like Tyron Matthew like with his hands up, and it's like it's like you've seen that like three times this season. The yeah. fuck? He's yeah. like he's blown coverage bad, like for touchdowns. He stopped long. on the Dawson Knox touchdown because he thought the play was over. Yeah, he thought Josh yeah. Allen had already gotten rid of the ball or was going to run with it. Which I mean, I get it. Like those mistakes are made, but you can't do that when without you're, safety help. When, yeah, so you can't do that when you're when you're the the deep zone in a in a three deep zone. Yeah, like right. I mean, the, the mantra is the person who's gonna. Yeah, when you're playing back, when you're playing the safety role, you're the last line of defense. Yeah, there's no, there's no you other way to say it. Yeah. Um. So I mean, we'll we'll pull up. Uh, let's pull up. Let's pull up Kansas City's the rest of Kansas City's schedule. I got it. Or do you have it? No, I'll do it. Well, he's doing that. Did anybody else here watch the Thursday night game? I did. Yeah. Hold on. Before you say anything on that, it has nothing to do with what you think I'm talking about. No, no, I was gonna say I just turned it on for one play to see like why you wouldn't shut up about Matt Stafford. Okay. I was watching postseason baseball. <laughs> um, we had one of the more interesting plays in NFL history. I think oh, happened during yeah. that game. The <laughs> thing is, is like, like, uh, sorry, not to interrupt, but like, I, I can't like unless it's a Bears game or like Thanksgiving, I won't watch Thursday night football. I, I like, like, I just, it's a terrible product. Thursday night football is, just, it's a bad product. The short weeks are unnecessary. It's it, like I mean, if you all go, the players hate it. Well, and right. well, the thing too is like if you go back and you look, like I mean, I know like the Rams just beat the Seahawks, but like, I think it's like eighty-seven percent of the time the home team wins. Yeah, like even when it's a yeah. like by far the worst team, you know, it's just it's just, it's not a good product. I know we're about to talk what you were saying, Mass, but I was fine with it when it started on Thanksgiving and they finished out the year doing that. I thought that was acceptable. You know, at that point, it's what, five, four, more, five, five weeks, weeks, you know, then yeah. the teams who play that random Thursday game, great, you know, whatever. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, we've talked about it in, in, in great depth. But anyway, you, you talk about the double punt. Talking about the double punt. Oh, man, that was so funny. That I didn't I, count, I, right? It, 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 it absolutely oh, you, you can do it? it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I, th- I think it was like as of this year. As right? of this year, yeah. they put the note in the playbook. Oh, that's cool. So... A lot of people were very confused. It should have counted. It should count. That should be a play that counts. Like <laughs> it was one of the most athletic heads up plays I've ever seen, and I was I couldn't even be mad at it. Just the wherewithal to be able to gather yourself after having your punt block, scoop it, run around to the sidelines, 
and boot a 60-yard bomb down the field. Would have never thought to Let do that. Let me tell you something, though. You want it, The blocked punt part is the different aspect, but I think it was Brad Wing. Was the punter for the Giants? Um, he, was, he was part of their... Was he a punter for the Giants at one point? I think so. Yeah. I, remember, I, remember Brad, I think it was Brad Wing. Brad Wing had a snap go over his head, 15 yards, ran back, scooped it, avoided two defenders, and ran back up and punted the football for 58 yards. That's impressive. You know what the most impressive part about it was? It was on a fourth and one, and if he had taken the extra <laughs> step, he would have got the first down. But he was so panicked, he punted it. And you want to know what the best part was? What? Devin Hester returned it for a touchdown. Because <laughs> the play was so broken. <laughs> Did it count? Yeah. The ultimate insult injury. But like, it was like it was like fourth and one. And like he had scrambled, and everyone was like in like did cahoots because it, it was all crazy. Sure. All he all he had to do was take one more, st- and there wasn't a defender within three yards of him, three or four yards. He could have easily taken the step and fallen, and just picked up the first down by an inch. Classic Bears Giants game. <laughs> That's very funny to hear. Yeah. Usually, there's always like I remember there was one time the Bears and Giants played. I think Jay Cutler got sacked like ten times. The, Are you sure that wasn't just you and I playing in Madden together? No, that it was a game. I remember because it was it was. I think the Giants hold the record for most sacks in a game as a team. I think it was like ten or eleven or something like that. And the one they got it, Jay Cutler scrambled to get the guy, like try to pat. He couldn't get the throw up, and and Jay Cutler just gave himself up six yards out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage because he's like, I'm not getting hit again. <laughs> he's like, take it, take the sack. I don't care. I'm not getting hit. Most sacks by a team in a game. I mean, it could have been broken since then, but I remember when it happened. They said it was, it was a record. It was either tied for or the, or they broke it. I'll have to look deeper into that. But the record is the most sacks by a team in a game with fourteen sacks against the Giants, October twenty sixth, nineteen fifty two. Poor guy. Well, so the sacks weren't a stat, thing. right? Yeah. So that's a, that. So yeah. So they. I mean, since stack since sacks had become a stat, like that's usually whenever commentators talk about records. Yeah, what they're talking about. Yeah, and now we're gonna. I can't wait for all these fucking ash marks for the rest of our lives. Now it's so fucking pisses me off all the time. Because what's gonna happen is like this uh, year. You guys got uh, ten sacks, or they got ten sacks against you, October fourth, two thousand ten. It's gonna be this year. Derrick Henry's gonna break Eric Dickerson's record. Yep. And it's it's just gonna be annoying because it's gonna be like the stupid asterisk thing where it's like like for me he it shouldn't be all the records should they should be frozen. And new records should be made starting this year. Like, it should just, like, Derek, whatever Derrick Henry does, because he'll be the rushing yards leader at the end of the year, whatever he runs should just be the new record for a 17 game season and let it keep getting broken until, like, it becomes unreachable. Don't keep, like, adding to it. Like, it shouldn't, like, there should be nowhere on any record sheet where anybody who does it, unless, unless Derrick Henry does it in 16 games, right. he shouldn't be above Eric Dickerson on the list. Because so you, all those other, Derrick Henry, two years, or last year, or two years ago, whatever year it was, Adrian Peterson yep. and Chris Johnson all would have broke it if they had one more game. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Eric uh, Dickerson. If everybody, if all those guys had one more game, Eric Dickerson would be sitting fifth. Yeah. Adrian Peterson would have done it if there was five more minutes in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He would have done it with one more rush attempt, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So. So let's just analyze. Let's, let's. And this isn't like the shit on the Chiefs or anything like that. And it's like I was talking to Mike Mock about it. One thing I kind of I'm, I'm a fan of. I like to see, like, when you get a young quarterback, because in the NFL, it's quarterbacks. Because everybody else, like, you have certain woes, like, you know, like, you know, a, a stud wide receiver who's young can find woes because a quarterback gets hurt or whatever and this and that. But a young quarterback, I kind of like it when they come in and they have immediate success. Like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes' immediate success is unlike anything we've ever seen. Um, 
But, you know, between the passing yards leader, because what, he's been in the league for, this is his fourth, fifth year? Fifth fourth? year. Fifth year. In five years, he's been the passing yards leader. He's been the touchdowns leader. He's been he, an MVP. He's, he's been an MVP. He's been. been the, super, he's won two conference championships. He's won the he's Super won Bowl. He's won a Super MVP. Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl MVP. I mean, his early success is is it, it's written down in the annals of history. He's probably already put together an MVP or a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I'd say. so. In, in, in short, I mean, nothing's yeah. written in stone. We've done this in the past. I don't believe in calling somebody an MV, a Hall of Famer if they're not. But I've always kind of liked when you have someone who comes out like that, and in all sports. And then kind of gets humbled for a minute. Yeah. And then comes back and does it again. Not like, I don't want Patrick Mahomes to not be good. I don't, you know, I think it's great for football. But it... it the guy gets down for a second well, and then he comes back... Right, because like, you, you always have like... In sports, you kind of always have like four types of teams every year for mm-hmm. every league. You have the, they're it. That's the team. You know, for... It was the Patriots. You know, you, you go from like, in our lifetime, like, not like any certain span of time, but like over the past 20, you know, two years, right? It's the Steelers. It's the Colts. It's the Patriots. It Those was, were the... It, they're the sure things. It, they're, 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 they're playoff teams. There were five teams, I think, for two decades that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl. It was the Patriots. Patriots, Colts, Steelers. Steelers Broncos, Broncos. And Ravens. And the Ravens, yeah. That was it. There was nobody else from the AFC. Yeah, pretty incredible. I think the I, th- I think I think when the Chiefs went, they were the first AFC team since the Raiders. Yes. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because the Patriots had been to eleven. Yep. Isn't that fucking insane? Uh, the showed that there 11. was no parity in the AFC for a while. Right. The, pa- <laughs> the, the Patriots went to eleven. Brady went to eleven or ten. Brady has lost three. Two to the Giants. One to the. So then they went to ten. Eagles. And yeah, he's won six with the Patriots. So, so the they Patriots. went to nine. So he went yeah. to nine as a Patriot. Nine as a Patriot. Yes. So went to nine as a Patriot. The Steelers went to three. The Broncos went to two, mm-hmm. and the, the Ravens, Ravens went to went two. two. Well, yep. one. No, the Ravens went to one during that time frame. They went to one in two thousand. Gotcha. Okay. And then the Raiders went to one, and then the Patriots started that thing. Yeah. So since if you so, but even still, if you go back to like the Ra- the like the, the Raiders were the one exception. Um. But like, so you have those surefire teams, you know, like, like going no, into the Raiders didn't make the Super Bowl that year. It was the Titans. It was the Titans against the Rams. So it was the Titans and the Raiders were the two outliers. Yeah, it was o two and o three, or o one o two. O one o two. Is that where is that where Woodson won his? No, he won his. No, with... he he won his with the Packers. Who did the Raiders lose? The Raiders got destroyed by the Buccaneers. Uh, by Buccaneers. Buccaneers. That was oh, John that Gruden's was John ring. Gruden's that was that was, that was when John Gruden run, won the ring with Tony Dungy's team. Gotcha. And Tony uh, Dungy lost. So you have the surefire things like going into this NFL season. I mean, I know things haven't played out that way yet, but like you have your surefire things where it's like the Chiefs, the Bucks. Um, you know, it's the AFC North was kind of hard because certain teams are going up and down. But like the Rams, you know, I think you could even put the Seahawks in that mix going into the season because they always find a way. Like those if, types of teams. If Russell Wilson didn't get hurt and everybody else continued on their ways, I really believe they could have been. A division that sent four teams to the playoffs. It's what it seems like. <laughs> right. So you had those surefire things. Then you have the teams that are like it's. It's just you know it's going to be bad. You know, like you, you know, you, like the Jets and you know, like the Jaguars, the Lions. Like they might do a couple things here and there, but it's going to be bad. Then you have the teams that are like the fringe teams, where you know, like going into the year, you would have probably put like the Arizona Cardinals into that mix. You would have put um, the Chargers. The Chargers. You would have put the Steelers. You would have put the Browns. 
You put the Bears, like, players like that. And then you have, like, the teams where it's, like, it's either going to be bad or it's going to be, like, they're going to be a flash team. Like the Raiders. The Raiders were kind of like that flat, you know, not right now, but to start the season, they were like a flash in the pan kind of team. When you have a team that kind of, like the Chiefs, like, where they're starting to kind of get humbled, it makes the way for another team somewhere. Yes. And now they're on back-to-back losses, but, like, it, it, it was looking like the Raiders might be that team. Like, you're making way for the Raiders. Like, the same thing like the Bron- uh, the Broncos. And they're coming off back-to-back losses, so who knows. Um, but, like, the Bengals are a team, I mean, like, that could be, this could be their flash-in-the-pan year type of thing. Like, maybe they have a really good year, and then they can build off of it. So that's why, but, like, so, the Chiefs going into it, so they, their, their biggest margin of victory was 12 points, which was week four against the Eagles, where they still let up 30 points to the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, they beat the, the Browns by four in the season opener. Then they lost by one to Baltimore. They lost by 14 to the Chargers, or sorry, six to the Chargers. And then they lost by 18 to Buffalo. So they, they have their buy on week 12. Edwards Hilaire, do we know how long he's out for? They said like three to four weeks. So three to four weeks. So they're going to be coming up, which is a big deal when you look at who they've got coming up. They got Washington next week. Which on paper they should be able to it should be no problem, but Washington has a scary front, and when you don't have a running back, it makes it that much scarier. Um, and at the end of the Tyler Heineke's, we've shown he's going to play with all his heart. He's going to throw the ball, and the Chiefs' defense is abysmal. Then they've got Tennessee. Then they have the Giants, which is a Monday night game. Then they have Green Bay. Then they have Vegas. Then they have Dallas. Then they go into their bye, and then they come out, and their last six games, they've got Denver twice, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Steelers, and the Bengals. Yeah, so not a cakewalk. No. Not by any stretch. I mean, their cakewalk might be that, like, on paper, every other game is super winnable for them for the next six, until their bye week. They should be able to beat Washington, they should be able to beat the Giants, and they should be able to beat Vegas. But they could just as easily drop those games. Right, and they could just as easily beat Green Bay, they could just as easily beat Tennessee, and they yeah. could just as easily beat Dallas. But, I, I don't know, it, it's interesting, because, like, what, like, what's been missing from Dallas this whole time? Elliot. No, but, like, Elliot. Like, Dak was going out, like, when Dak was healthy, like, those two or three games last year, yeah. and, like, the end of the year before that, like, Dak was still going out and throwing for 480 yards and four touchdowns, but they had no help on the ground. And so they would lose games because they were always throwing and it became predictable. Now, if Elliot's fucking putting 100 yards on the ground, I'm sorry, but Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb plus Schultz, uh, Jarwin, and fucking Gallup, it's a fucking scary offense. It is. Because Dak can throw the football. I don't care what anybody says. Green Bay is going to be Green Bay. I mean, the Chief, I mean, look at the receivers and what they've done against the Chiefs. Devontae Adams should have no problem putting up 300 yards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to have Devontae Adams by that point, so it won't matter. Yeah, we don't know yet. Kyle, we're going to make that trade by the end of the night. Okay. Well, the funny thing about the Chiefs, too, is like, so the offense was kind of like a sure thing. Like, you know, like, you know they're, when they're on the field, like, okay, there's a really good chance they're going to score. Even when the defense is playing bad. Ball in Patrick Mahomes' hand, it's pretty. It's, it's a solid thing. But how long could you ask a guy to do that? Well, that's the thing. It, but and this year, it hasn't been that way. You know, right? Uh, I mean, they've matched their turnovers from last year already in Week Five. Yeah, I mean, because he has to keep trying to create. Look at last night; they played uh, too high cover safety, and how many catches did Tyreek have? 
I mean, he had a pretty average day. Whatever it was, was six for whatever. Or I don't six know. for like 40 yards, maybe? Yeah, whatever, whatever it was. I mean, I will say that the, the Chiefs have, in their two losses, they, they've shot themselves in the foot. I mean, there was the fumble versus Baltimore. That, that, that was it. That Edward Solaire's fumble. Yep. And then yeah. versus the, the Chargers, Mahomes threw a ball that was ugly and got, yeah, I mean, got that, picked that was, off. You, you can you can say whatever you want about the creating thing. That was a bad pick. Yeah. That was a really ugly yeah. interception. Yeah. Chargers is pretty good. I mean, I will say that the the loss to Buffalo was the first time. I was like, it was twofold. Like, wow, the Chiefs don't have that same edge, and Buffalo is that good. It, it was it was twofold. Right. I mean, you know? like, like the, the Ravens loss, you were, you were just like, like – you could put it the other way, like the Ravens kept themselves in the game, but they also they made a play at the end. They, well, they caught a good break, you know, a good fumble. Mm-hmm. It happens. The Chargers won. You were like, you know, it, it, going into the Chargers game, you kind of had the feel of like, all right, they're coming. The, the Chargers are, are playing hot right now. The Chiefs just came off a heartbreaking loss. Like this has trap game written all over it for the Chiefs, and and it ended up being that. But the Buffalo loss was just an ugly loss, and and the Chiefs don't lose. Like that, ugly, since no. they don't they don't lose like that, and it was it was an ugly loss all around, offense and defense. I mean, the Chiefs put up twenty points, twenty points, hey, which is hysterical stoked. to think because I'm stoked when the Steelers put up twenty. <laughs> right, that's my point. I don't think I've seen the Bears put up twenty points yet. <laughs> but, but again, that's that's my point. No, I think they put up twenty. Yeah, but you, like yesterday. But it's it's a thing. You have like, such high expectations of these teams now. Yeah, that when they look normal. But it that's the seems thing, a bad game. But that's the thing, though. It's like, but for the Chiefs, though, twenty points isn't normal. No, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like, but fifty-eight becomes, is. No, no, fifty is not normal. Fifty is not. But for the but for the Chiefs, week. for the Chiefs, normal is twenty-eight points. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight points. You expect the Chiefs to be able to put four touchdowns on the board. Yes. In a game. Yes. You expect that to happen, or or or, or three or four field goals and three scores. Like you expect the Chiefs to walk out of a game with anywhere from twenty-six to thirty points. Yeah, I'd say probably so even when a you, little higher. And the Bills don't have like the best defense. No, like they've they have got a Tr- good defense. They've got Tre'Davious White. The front seven is good, but it's not. They don't have a defense that's going to win them in an AFC Championship game. No, they're still going to get all their all their like gut wrenching three point victories on Josh Allen's legs, not the defense. Yes. So I don't know. It's just it's interesting. I mean. How much do you think of the delay had to do with it? Nothing. I think it did on the offensive side of the ball, at least. I don't because the, the game looked no different from first half to the second half. And that's the thing is, like for me, I, the reason I'm going to say it didn't have an impact would be because they came out like it's not like they went in. It's not like when they went into it, it was close, and then they. You know, uh, we need to stop right on this discussion real quick. John Gruden was just fired. Really? Wait, yeah. <laughs> really? I oh. was just I was just informed that Gruden had been fired. Oh wow. Let me just all right. This pisses me off. Oh. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I I was gonna talk about this later if you guys wanted to, but it, there it's is so stupid. Has anybody read the emails that have come out? It no, happened no, ten years ago. So some pretty uh, racy stuff in these emails. Uh, he was against uh, women becoming referees. Uh, this is quoting, not personal feelings or anything like that. He called Roger Goodell a faggot and a pussy. 
uh, said he hated football and he said some or he shouldn't have made uh, Jeff Fisher draft queers when they drafted Michael Sam. Mm. And that was all in an email that he sent between him and uh, Dan Snyder, whoever the GM was, maybe. I don't remember who it was, but yikes. But that was 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. He wasn't a part of football, really. He was doing. He was working for ESPN. He wasn't working for the NFL. Doesn't matter. You can't. I don't know. I mean, so I, I, the NFL didn't punish him. His current team did. Um, the and, NFL doesn't have to. Right, and the There's, Raiders absolutely have the right to because if you do anything to bring defamation on them, they can fire you in a heartbeat. So I mean, it's interesting because we kind of talked about this a little last week about teams wanting to separate themselves from you know, negative from, publicity, right? And I guess and, and you know it's up to the Raiders. Like, do I agree that I don't know? You know, I, I didn't read the emails. Well, I mean, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing from the Raiders standpoint: the Raiders made it very clear three years ago that they weren't going to stand for garbage like this when they didn't when they just let Antonio Brown go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When they when they said like we're not going to deal with this type of shit and they just let Antonio Brown go. Yep. Is that it's just that they don't want the Raiders are a no nonsense organization and they're especially going to be a no nonsense now when they have a multi billion dollar brand new stadium yep. and a brand new multi billion dollar market and despite back to back losses are having a a good year. Yeah. yeah. Quote unquote right now. I mean, as a whole, it's sort of a tragedy because it's like, you know, Gruden signed this monster deal for what, 10 years or whatever. So you know? I just want to make it clear he wasn't fired. He resigned. Oh, he resigned. Oh, he resigned. I mean, more, more or less the same thing. Hey, yes. quit or we're going to fire you. Yes. That's how it goes in sports every time. Yeah. It's every time you see, oh, blah, 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 and the blah, blah, blah have agreed to part ways. Right. It was like, hey, let's do this amicably yeah, right. so that it doesn't have to be, look ugly on media. That's That's all it was. The Raiders went up to him and said, we can't have this happen. He goes, I get it. And plus, the other thing, too, is, is the resigning looks better on his end down the line if something comes out of it. Because the thing that's the, the thing for Gruden is that when Gruden ended his tenure with the Raiders, he probably was going to be welcomed back with open arms in any broadcast booth he wanted. Yep. And now that's going to be a problem. Yep. Well, it's pretty cool that we got that, though. In the yeah. Corner of the- <laughs> yeah. The Corona Gruden bobblehead. Sorry that uh stopped whatever we were on. It makes the, the, the when he talks, it makes more sense now because he says weird shit when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking weird dude. But listen, we promise we we're not gonna cancel the John Gruden bobblehead. We won't. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Just With that piece of foam and plastic in the corner I, powered even, by AA batteries. If those are your views and you're a piece of shit like that and those are your views, why would you put it in writing? You're probably just talking to a buddy. He put it in an email, Kyle. To who? To Dan Snyder. They were buddies. But so that's the thing. Is like, so like, how did this email come out? Because they were investigating the Redskins for the the sexist workplace thing with the cheerleaders and. Well, I think you should be canned now because you call them the Redskins. You fucking <laughs> yeah, well, piece of shit. Cancel me. Do it, Twitter. Um, spare the show, though. I love the show. Um, Kraken. They, the Kraken. They also were being investigated by the DEA right now, and I'm pretty sure that their uh, head trainer just got arrested. All good stuff happening in Washington. <laughs> um, so, all right. So let's go back to because we're not usually ones to talk about this type of stuff. So, yeah, we're, we're so anyways, back to the Chiefs. So there's six weeks, six games left going into the bye weeks. So they're at Washington, at Tennessee, home for the Giants, home for the Packers, at Vegas, home for Dallas. 
Um, Washington and Tennessee are 1 o'clock games. The Giants is primetime Monday night. Green Bay is 425 on Fox, so probably the game of the week. Vegas is the Sunday night game. And uh, Dallas is Sunday game, 425. So also probably a game of the week type of deal. And then they have their bye week the week of Thanksgiving. Um, So what would you, you know, I know it's like, Six weeks from now, but the Chiefs are one of those teams where, like you can't really count count them out until they're mathematically out anyway. Yeah, type of thing. So they're two and three. They'll be question mark and question mark with a total of eleven games played by the time they go into their bye week. What would their record need to be? Or if you don't if you don't care so much about the record standpoint and just who they win or lose against, like what would you need to see like going into the bye week? You're kind of like the Chiefs are done for this. Like there, there's no way the Chiefs can do it this year. If Kelsey or Hill get hurt, they're done for the no, year. No, no injuries. I'm saying that if they lose four out of the six. So they'd have to lose four. Yeah, yeah, okay. I would say that. I, the problem is their division is good. I think that every single one of those teams can stand toe-to-toe with them. I think the Broncos can stand with them because they, they have a really good defense. Right. Yeah, the defense is good enough in the offense. Anybody can score on that defense. Right. right. On the char- Chiefs defense. Chargers, I don't think the Chiefs stand a chance right now. I've been wrong before, but... Chargers defense isn't that good, though. Chargers defense is spectacular. They just had they just faced a really good offense yesterday. I mean, for Denver too, you could say like, the Browns have a good that's offense. Not, that's not what I'm saying. But giving up 41 points isn't good. Yeah, but good defenses have bad games. Yeah. Anyways, you can tell me the Steelers and when the Steelers defense was really good, they never gave up 35 points in a game. Oh, I'm sure they have. That's what I'm saying. Like you have bad games. Yeah. And I think Denver is very careful with the ball. Yeah, you know they just—it's not—it's not flashy, but they—they no. they move the ball. That's and they, their Achilles heel, though. Well, you know, it—it it, it, at times it works. I, I agree. You know, it's—it's it's their strength and biggest weakness. But again, take sip the other side of the <laughs> sip the other side of the Kool Aid. <laughs> he got fucking rocked. He got drilled back like six yards. Sip the other side of the Kool Aid, though. If Najee Harris didn't finally figure out how to run the football, do you guys win that game? No. No. Like, if Najee Harris has an, I mean, give him all the receptions you want, but if he has another 40-yard day on the ground with no touchdowns. Oh, I agree. Do, I'm saying, like, do, the Broncos didn't need, wouldn't have needed to be flashy. Like, the flashiness, you know, where they're going to need to start doing the flashy stuff is they're going to need to, they're going to have to go for it when they need to go for it. And they haven't needed, really needed to yet. Um and truth be told, I watched the game and I was I was biting my fingernails. You know, they, they, they scored and they're like, "Come on, Pittsburgh!" And unfortunately, the, they were the yeah, holding. But it was the interception at the end that you know sealed it. They played three good quarters. That's <laughs> what they do. And then the fourth quarter, the Steelers were like, "Hey, let's make this interesting for you guys." Yeah. <laughs> How's your betting going? How's your, how's your DraftKings blood boiling right now? <laughs> so, okay. All right, so so you say they have to lose four out of the six. Yeah, okay. I agree with him on that. Four out of the six. Yeah, four out of six. And they'd be like, "Ooh, I don't know, Kansas City." Now, so let's say, let let's now let's do it from a different standpoint. Let's say that so they're two they're two and three. Let's say they go in five and six. Did they win five out of the six? Or they like the records five and six. The records five and six. Okay. So they split. There's six games left. Let's say they split. They go three and three. But like, what? It, like, like would that play a part into it at all? So like, let's say they go in three and three, but their wins are against Washington, the Giants, and the Raiders, and they get you know they get 
beat up by Dallas. They get beat up by Green Bay, and they get beat up by Tennessee. Then, Do you still have uh, like I'm not saying you're not obviously you said four wins is what it will take for you to not write them off, or four losses is what it will take to write them off. But like, are you super concerned going into it if they have a losing record going into their bye and and like. Yeah, they lost to good teams, but they they yeah. lost to all the good teams. The only thing that would be the saving grace is that there is that seventh seed. That 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 would be my only like. All yeah. right. Get the fuck out of here! Fucking that city up in there. I know. Um. See, you're saying they 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 win those games versus the teams that they, they, cool. they, they win should, the teams that yeah the they teams they should beat and the teams that they might um, not they lose type of thing. I don't. Know, I I would be less convinced because you know, the Chiefs they, they they made their you know their living on on beating everybody, not just the teams they should beat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there would be a a big cause for concern, especially because you know if things kind of hold up, the last leg of their season is tough. Right. So going into the, going into it right now, out of sixteen teams, they're they're the eleven they're eleven in the playoff seeding. So it goes: Chargers, Buffalo, Baltimore, not counting this game yet, obviously. Tennessee, Cincinnati, Vegas, Denver, and then Cleveland is the team on the outside looking at eight. So I just thought about this. Urban Meyer made it through the season further than John Gruden did. Mm. Yeah. Urban Meyer, by the way. Yeah, you said Urban Meyer. Whatever. What was he, fucking John's brother? You know, I knew you were going to say that. I knew it, too. (laughs) The minute he said it, I was like, there's a John Mayer joke coming. I don't know what it is, but there's a John Mayer joke coming. I just knew it. God damn it, Kyle. It's just ridiculous. You want to vomit sometimes. Anybody else want to add anything for the NFL, from the NFL standpoint? Uh, One quick thing. I want to talk about from the NFL standpoint. Do you? Yeah. All right, so I guess give us something, and we'll come back from the break and chat more. The one thing I do want to bring up is Detroit. They they lose. They lost two games. Oh, 19. I feel so bad for Dan Campbell. They lost two games, nineteen to seventeen, last minute field goal. They played very well with. Um, Baltimore. Yeah. What are the other three games? They didn't play bad against Green Bay. Like towards the end of the game, Green Bay pulled away because. Green Bay is just a better team than Detroit is. But they played with them for most of that game. Mm. Um, they went toe-to-toe with Baltimore, toe-to-toe with Minnesota. Um, right. I mean, this is not that, what was it, the 2011 Lions that were only 16? This is not that team at all. It's just, you know, right now they're, they're losing close games, and uh, they just happen to be 0-5. All right. So, regular season, they lost 41-33 to to the 49ers. They lost 35-17 to to the Packers. They lost by two to the Ravens. They lost by ten to the Bears, and then they lost by two to the Vikings. With the 49er game, they came. They came back. They had a chance to make a late. They were beating. They, they were beating the Packers going into halftime, and then gave up twenty four unanswered points. So I won't. I won't subscribe to them that they played well in that game. They played well for two quarters. Okay. Um, the 49ers game. They played a good second half. What are we talking about? Lions. Yeah. The, f- the 49ers, I mean, they, they just, they made it interesting in the fourth quarter. Going into the half, they were, going into the half, they were down 31 to 10. So, I mean, the 49ers just kind of played. They let up pre- a little bit. Yeah, they just played prevent defense. 
at that point. The Ravens game was close, and the Ravens and the Vikings were the same type of deal. They, they gave up shit late. Um, and then the the Bears game was uh, the the Bears were in control there in the whole game. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's not the same team, but I I don't think. I, I... Yes, they could very easily be two and three, but it, even if they were two and three, it wouldn't change my opinion of that team because the Minnesota Vikings aren't good this year, and Baltimore has shown that they're a team that they're going to have real flat days. They're going to and. The, the Lions are like the perfect game where like it's a trap game for the Ravens because, you know, oh, Lamar Jackson doesn't have to do everything in this game because we're playing a bad team and then they make Lamar Jackson do everything and take everybody away from him kind of thing. Um, I mean, it's tough because the defense isn't good. That's why they gave up big, huge plays with such minimal amounts of time in both those games. Um, the coaching on the defensive side isn't good. That's why they gave those things up. And at the end of the day, those two games where they were that close, they didn't put up any points. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, do I think that they could they be, could I see them being two and three? Absolutely. But would it have changed my opinion of them? No. Because in that, in the game against the, in the game against the, the, the Ravens, they, they had one touchdown. Or sorry, they had two, they had two touchdowns. Both rushing, and Jared Goff threw for 200 yards. And in the game against the Vikings, Jared Goff threw for 200 yards and a pick. That sounds like Jared. And they scored one rushing touchdown. I mean, like, it'd be, you know, 17 points doesn't get it done anymore. Right. No. The only team in recent memory that's made a living off of scoring 17 points and had it work for them was the 2000, what was it, 15 Chicago Bears or whatever it was when the defense was really, really good. Yeah. And they like they were they were scoring 17.8 points a game and holding teams to 16.9. And how'd that work out for them in the playoffs? They lost the first game. Granted, yeah, it was off of a shit bounce for a field goal, but it should have never been that close. They were the better team. The defense... They, they got to the playoffs, and the defense had to let up a little bit, and the offense couldn't put the, the pedal on the gas, put the gas down. You know, it's, it is what it is. Um, so, yes, I, I don't know, Kyle. I don't really know what you're asking, I guess, would be my thing. Did Could I, I see them being two and three? The record could be better than it is. I don't think they're a better team than the record is showing. I think they're this, my opinion on how good of a team they are would be the same had they pulled both those games out. Ha! <laughs> Gruden lost his job during Monday Night Football. <laughs> you think they'll call him the Gruden Grinder? <laughs> um, yeah, it's they're they're not an they don't feel like an zero and five team, but at the same time, if they were a two and three team, I wouldn't have them in the mix. Like I, I, they wouldn't pose a threat. They 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 beat they beat a struggling Minnesota team and they got lucky against the Ravens. Would have been how I would have looked at it. It's, I don't know. It's just that's yeah. That's how I would have looked at it. I would look. It's like the same way I would have looked at it if the Eagles had if the Eagles had somehow beat the Chiefs that week. Like it would have been, you know, it would have been like the Eagles got lucky against the Chiefs. And it's just the way I would have looked at it. I don't know. Any, yeah. Matt, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, I was going to talk about power rankings when we came back. How? 
by doing them. You can't do them though. Yeah, there's a game on. Eh, we can we can make assumptions. It's about to be the second half. All right, but they got to be quick because we have other stuff to talk about. Okay. On the other side of the break. Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pinot Show. Peter Pinot Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep her company. We keep her happy. PPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7, 365. Yes, your mama station. Bringing that heat. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm here. They're all assholes. Everyone deal with it. Very important to note that. Hello. Also, I think, I think Maxine has joined us. Can, can you guys hear me? Oh, I can hear you. No. Oh, gross. He's here? Oh, he's here. Why? Oh. Hey, Mock, we're doing our set it and forget it hockey draft at 1030. Okay. We're all just going to auto draft. That's probably better for me anyway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, uh, John Gruden. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I don't know. I read it and I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bigot. He's a racist. Let's move on. Um, I'm going to start a campaign. Bring in Jay. Let a Gruden finish out that contract. <laughs> uh, funny thing is, Jay is probably a better coordinator or coach anyways. It doesn't matter who, as long as a Gruden gets that bag. <laughs> I think what would be just, I think what would be awesome is if Tony Dungy took over and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, sports are poetic. We say it all the time. No, you say it all the time. Yeah, you said it last week. No, that was all you. Is this our commercial right here, Paul? Uh, is it like seven minutes long? Uh, it's like three minutes. Yeah, yeah. All right, so don't don't play it yet. Okay, we'll wrap up anything football real quick. Um, I don't remember what I wanted to talk about. Well, besides we're, the power rankings. So we're gonna do power rankings, but you decided you're gonna make that a social media segment. Yeah. Okay. So Mass is gonna be doing weekly power rankings starting after week five. Yep. Well, you can catch them on all our social medias. Mock, which are Facebook is getting sports with drunk. Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. There you go. You can You can try and say it. It's also important to note uh, that Massey has his shirt tucked behind his head. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's rubbing Dorito uh, flakes <laughs> all over his chest. <laughs> Which is not really that much of an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not that much now that I think about he's it. He's got a pimple on his left boob. I got pimples everywhere, Kyle. <laughs> it's hard to have a comeback after somebody says right. that. So we'll wrap. So we'll, we'll call that a wrap on football. So we're in we're in agreement as a room. Oh, I remember what I wanted to talk to, about. Hold on. Well, we're in agreement in the room. The Chiefs would need to lose around four of their of the next six games to 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 go into the going into the bye week. Be like the Chiefs are done for the the season. Yeah. Okay. 
Do we think we've seen Russell Wilson's last snap in Seattle? I mean, well, no, because he's going to come back this year. Yeah. Is he though? If they're out of the yes. playoff picture and he's gone for, I don't think. Well, I don't think they'll be out of the playoff picture by the time he comes back. But if they are, I don't know. Do you think he even bothers coming back? The thing is, yes. Yeah, I think so because there's, there's nothing that's not going to have Russell Wilson come back. Because he's going to have to. There'll be something to prove, and then the thing too is, is I mean, outside of the other three teams in your division. Who's a real lock as the the second best team in their division? I mean, and, and the, the, the whole NFC South is kind of, outside of the Tampa Bay is kind of like up. I mean, the the Saints come out and look really good, then they give the Giants their first win of the season, then they come back out and look good. Like who knows? Like yeah, the Bears are three and two, but it's a real ugly three and two. And like, are, can they sustain that type of thing? Um, and the, the NFC, the NFC East is, you know, like the NFC East, right. It, it's just like, I mean, the, the, the Seahawks are probably going to be playing, even with Geno Smith, they're probably still going to be playing for seven seed aspirations. So I think he plays a small sample size, but he looked really good. Yeah, he actually yeah. did. He, lo- he looked very good. That, that pick wasn't his fault. No, it wasn't. His receiver, uh, tangled up at his own feet. Um, it's very funny. I was, uh, reading comments after that game. And after the Bears game, uh, no, after the Giants game, I'm sorry. So, for the few steps that Geno Smith played, he became the passing leader for the 2013 draft class. <sighs> and then after the Giants game, because of the quarters that he played, uh, Mike Glennon took it back. Glennon took it back. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> So you're telling me Mike Glennon and Geno Smith, there's something to play for for those. Yep. Oh, man, no. Russell Wilson's never playing a snap again. <laughs> Geno Smith's got a legacy to uphold. I, I just thought that was very funny. Geno Smith took it, and then Mike Glennon's like... Geno Smith's trying to ruin two <laughs> Giants quarterbacks with records. Could you imagine he purposely sabotages Wilson's recovery? <laughs> I fucked Eli, and I'm going to fuck Glennon, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Uh. Was it Geno Smith that got put in that ruined the Iron Man streak? Yep. yep. Wow. Geno Smith was the start that ruined Eli's streak. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about it. Uh, we're talking about another Iron Man streak being ruined. Russell Wilson's missing his first game. Yep. He's going to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come out with a fucking finger that just got surgically repaired. He's fine. Also, Stafford plays better hurt. Putting that out there. No one didn't say didn't agree with you on that. So. Captain Douchebag over here. He never said that Stafford... I did privately. Oh, between you? That doesn't yeah. matter. That's a private conversation. This is a group text forum here. It's bullshit. Take it up with him outside the podcast. All right. <laughs> we don't need, need you airing your dirty laundry here. <laughs> Underthrown my ass. He did it on purpose. He didn't. All right, we're oh not doing God. this. Shut up, Kyle. We're not doing this. Um. All right. Stafford's a guy. So, we got, we'll, we'll go through three of the four things. One of these things we'll go through real quickly. But I feel like it's important. We give our quick shout out to um, this should have been a toast. We don't cover it ever, but the last night, uh, which was Sunday, um, the WNBA started their uh, finals. The Chicago Sky and the Phoenix Mercury. Mercury. Um, so Diana Taurasi, Kyle's girl, Brittany Griner, going up against uh, Candace Parker and. Uh, Somebody else. Um, <laughs> when did she go to the sky? Wasn't she in the Sparks for a while? Yeah, but she went to the sky. She's from Chicago. She went home. Um, Sheldon Williams. So the sky won the f- game one. 
Um, but they also honored for the 25th anniversary of the WNBA. They kind of did like that 25 best uh, WNBA players of all time, mm-hmm. like honor thing. Like the you know the NBA did that with like the 50 greatest players of all time. And so there were a lot of cool names, obvious names on there. Uh, Lisa Leslie, um, Sue Bird, a lot of those types of names. Which I was really, I haven't really looked into the depths of what the statistics are for like WNBA players. Brianna Stewart's on that list already. Yeah. I'm just saying. I was like, "Wow!" Nah, yeah, she she scores a lot. Yeah. She scores a lot, and I think she's like a three or four time champion, isn't she? No, nah, not in the WNBA. I don't think she. I don't think she's won three or four in the WNBA. She hasn't been in like the three or four years. Nah, I think she. I think they I did win. She may one. have only been in three years. I think they did win one though. She plays for Seattle, right? Yeah, she plays with. Uh, so Seattle Super. Storm. I don't know. It looks like the that Sonic could be the MLS. Team. <laughs> um, not really doing a whole lot of justice on this shout out here. No, the, the Seattle but, uh, Xbox team. But the thing that I don't, no, that's the MLS team. Yeah, um, that's where Clint Dempsey played. Um, but one thing that I thought was pretty cool, even though it's super gimmicky, was they did for the 25th anniversary. And the WNBA has a much smaller sample size to work with than the 75 years of the NBA. They did a fan vote tournament. For WNBA GOAT. And Diana Taurasi won. And so before game one of the WNBA finals, the WNBA higher-ups, commissioner and all that stuff came out. And they prevent they presented Diana Taurasi with the greatest of all time, like, award. That's pretty cool. And, like, she was, like, labeled, like, the GOAT. And, and, and personally, from my minimal viewing of the WNBA, like, rightfully so. She's a fucking animal. I mean, yeah. she's pretty much been playing for, you know, all of 25 years. Um, all UConn players. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Stewart. Maya Moore was good until she retired. Rebecca Lobo. Yeah. Did Subert go to UConn? Yep. They, her and Taraji played together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brianna Imagine Stewart's that... been in the league for five years, has two championships. Two championships. She played for serious? Seattle, though, right? Yeah. In five years already? Mm-hmm. 2016 draft. Jesus Christ. Did you guys ever notice? We're dying soon. <laughs> 30, baby. <laughs> Do you guys ever notice that the WNBA teams could also be nightclub names? <laughs> Dream, Sky, Fever. Remember the, uh, remember the Atlanta Dream video? No. Oh, God. You're my dream girl? You don't remember that? No, I don't remember oh, that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't want to put it. I don't want to. I mean, like, we're already going to do the thing that I hate that we do is watch a video because we're not videoing Engaging. anything. Yeah. But go, go watch it. I forget. There was a comedian. Jeff showed us this comedian. It was a Vine guy back when Vine was huge. Um, King Batch? No. <laughs> Dream, Sting, Sky, Rockers, Sun, uh, Wings, Shock, Comets, Fever, Aces, Sparks, Soul, Lynx, Liberty, Miracle, Mercury, <laughs> so Fire, it, it's a- Monarchs. Yeah, these are all nightclubs. <laughs> oh, stripper dancer names. Also. Stars, <laughs> Storm, Shock. <laughs> now coming to the stage. You're the Mystics. Miss Storm. Comes <laughs> out in the Wolver- in the X Men Storm costume. I'm not gonna go see that. Oh, where is it? I gotta find it now. I think we'd all sign up for that, honestly. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like I'm the only guy. But you're not gonna be this just perv. He didn't like, say anything. <laughs> I know the Connecticut Sun Girl in the WNBA MVP. Yeah, uh, a girl on the, the Connecticut Sun. Everything. The girl in the sun won MVP for 
said a few extra letters there. The WNBA <laughs> MVP. <laughs> That's what I said. No, it's not. That's how it came out. <laughs> Damn, I can't find it. I don't know her name, though. I don't know. They don't play series, though, do they? Yeah. They do play series? Oh, I thought it was just one and one and done. Because you're Emmerich. What? Say it. Not yeah. saying it. What do you want? Hey, really aggressive today. Wait, so, am I ignorant because I don't know? Yeah, John. Yes. John. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find it. It's a real bummer. Oh, well. What are you looking for? There was a guy, there was a guy who was very f- funny on Vine that Jeff, long member of the uh, podcast person, uh, but Kendall and I would watch his Vines too. And he was very funny, and he came up with a song, I think it was like You're My Dream Girl or something like that. And it was a song, it was a parody song he made with the Atlanta Dream, the WNBA team, where he was like, being like a rapper, like spitting Mac to all the Atlanta Dream girls, and like, they were just like, shitting on him. Well, yeah. It was just very funny. Um, it, uh, Massey, if you can find it, we'll share it to social media. Yeah, I wish I could find it. I remember it anyway. But, um, yeah, so, we'll, we'll slide in, so we got two things, we'll, we can do a little bit more, uh, we'll, we'll dive into the NBA talk next week. Because the season, NBA season is going to kick off on Tuesday the... 29th. 29th, no. Nope. Next Tuesday, <laughs> which I think is the 17th. Yes. The no, seven, 19th. 19th? Whatever. Next Tuesday. That's what I said. Yep. Um, Almost. So the, the NBA season kicks off then. But the NBA did come out. It was one of the, the Toast of Excellence, the 75th anniversary commercial. Uh, have you guys seen it? No. Have you seen it, Mass? No. Maka, you can't see it, unfortunately. Um, nope. But go ahead and play can, they can hear the audio, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's got the... Yeah. It, it's long, so... It's like 248, but... Okay, I'll maximize it. <laughs> yeah, come on, Best Buy. Come on, hop on. Good morning. It's Michael B. It's Jordan. the NBA 75th. Yeah. All right, guys. Here's the thing. I'm glad it's Michael B. Jordan and not Drake. Yes. Don't yeah. get left behind. It's all about the brotherhood here. Good morning, neighbor. Magic. Top of the morning. But also... Larry. This is my house. This is my house. Wade with a pretty baller sweater. Yeah. <laughs> they got all the jerseys hanging up. What's up, Russ? Take notes, kids. Flyers dressed in the NBA. Around here, it's never too late to learn a new trick. What you want to do is get it off your fingertips. From the sky hook. That's your third. All the way to the alley oop. Oh, throw it down, big man. <laughs> the, the hoop bus, too, has become a big thing. Stretches to every corner of the globe. The globe doesn't have corners. You know what I mean. <laughs> that was a Kyrie Irving. You come a long way from the peach basket. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I love that Robert Ori got put in it. Yeah, so they threw up the five. This is very funny. Not again. Where do you think you're going? Gary, you can't get by me. <laughs> they call me. This is what he does. Even nicknames take on a life of their own. No, no, no. <laughs> Somebody call the doctor? Is that who I think it is? This league is full of game changers. When it comes to legends, the NBA's got more than its fair share. And I ain't finished yet. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Some things are bigger than basketball. Now we've seen kids turn into kings and 
give it all back to the next generation. There's a piece We're of super quiet right now. That's Kyle's favorite scene. <laughs> How old you are? Lamelo Ball and Benny the Bull playing NBA Jam. That too. Your move. Now that's just fun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice ride, Zeke. Hello. Fit is clean. It's been 75 seasons in count. One thing's for certain. This game just keeps getting greater. The game don't stop. It won't stop. Quite a few players that I'm surprised. Yeah, that, that aren't in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, please. There's, I mean, the thing is, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of players that don't want to do shit like that type of thing, which, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. There was a cool behind-the-scenes thing, though, that Kyle would have loved, because Kyle loves Devin Booker. There was, a, there was a behind-the-scenes thing where Devin Booker, when they were filming, they're having a camera issue with Devin Booker's pulling up on the lowrider to uh, the Kobe mural. Mm -hmm. So Devin Booker was in his, his lowrider, Kyle, and he... he De <laughs> Devin Booker went 17 for 17 from 35 feet sitting in the lowrider <laughs> on the hoop bus. No way. He just kept jacking up fucking like like seven foot beyond the arc deep threes and just nailed him on the hoop bus. So cool. It's my boy. The hoop bus is awesome. If you guys haven't had a chance, you know, I know probably other than Kyle, none of you guys have really done it, but go look at stuff from like the hoop bus. The hoop bus is, it's, it's that. It's a school bus. That they modify, they have basketball hoops on it, and they just travel around the country, and they and like they they just have like fucking random events on it and shit, where like playing pickup basketball and stuff. They've had cool shit where like they've got stuck in traffic jams and like cops have started playing pickup basketball. Like NBA legends have like been at events and come out and played. It's it's a really cool thing. I think is that is that part of the Buster thing? What do you mean? You know, but you know Buster. You know, he does dunk, right? Chris Staples? No, no, Buster. The guy you don't know who Buster is? No. Alright, you're terrible. <sighs> I know who Chris Staples is. That has nothing to do with what I said. Yeah, but he did just... I'm just saying I know a different guy. <laughs> no, Dunk is like a basketball brand, like Hoops Nation. Oh, okay, yeah. That's Buster. Buster does dunk. Is the, okay. is the is the the hoop bus is that Hoops Nation or is that is that Dunk? I think it's Dunk. Yeah, I think it's, I think that's Buster too. He's a huge big Knicks fan. You used to would have been able to relate to him. Yeah, he also liked the Rockets. I think my favorite part of the commercial... Kendall besides, Buster Reed. Besides Robert Horry, um, was... The Robert Horry thing was... <laughs> those are the peace side. And those are the, five. the Bill Walton thing was so funny. Yeah. I like the how Gary Payton thing was funny. Yeah. I like how we're supposed to be impressed about Anthony Davis crossing up that mascot. <laughs> <laughs> like a like, cool guy. One of the things is like, like, Anthony Davis is like one of those guys who's always been a good media guy. Like, he, he's never shied away from being mm -hmm. and stuff. <laughs> Still commercial, Kev, though. Kevin Durant, too. Yeah. So, I, I saw a, a snippet, which I thought was going to be in this, was the, the, the basketball was in, um, this like, like a, the diamond-encrusted basketball with Bill Russell. I don't know what that was. That, it wasn't in the commercial. Oh, that wasn't yeah. for the commercial. I think that's just a promotional thing. Um, there were a couple notable names like in current NBA that like you you know might not be like maybe surprised weren't in there like James Harden wasn't in it. Um, ben Simmons. Yeah, but like well, Joel but Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, stuff like that. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wouldn't be in something like that. He wouldn't. But it's not his thing. He wouldn't be in something like that. Um, it's the same thing with like like Scottie Pippen. Um, Giannis. He was in it. Giannis was in it. Was he? Yeah. Did I miss him. It was a picture, but he was in it. Okay. No, he was in it in general. Was he? Yeah. Where? It was, it was in the very beginning. No, I must have missed it. 
It's very funny looking. Um, I didn't see Reggie Miller. Uh, he's tough because yes, he's considered a great. But he's not considered an all-time great. Well, the, the other thing too, though, is Reggie. Well, yeah, but neither, neither is fucking. Um, uh, Trey Wayne. Trey yeah. Young. Trey Young. Sorry. Trey Wayne played for the. Well, Trey uh, Young's hot now. He's a hot. He's a hot player now. Mm-hmm. But um, I I wouldn't consider Bill Walton an all-time great. Nah, he just has the voice. The thing. The thing with like the thing with like someone like Reggie Miller might. It, it could have been something that could. It could, in theory, be a contract thing because he does TNT. Does he? No, is he TNT? Yeah, he does the games. Yeah, so like Shaq, Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah. It could be like a contract thing where like all basketball related things. Like it might have <laughs> been something that like, which I mean, I, I don't know if I really buy into it because I feel like the, you know the NBA would have like been like, look, yeah, <laughs> they're ours first. Yeah, but Ernie Johnson should have been in it. Yeah. So did anybody else just see that Michael Pittman grab a couple seconds ago? No. I don't watch Monday Night Football. It's a bad product. <laughs> I think it's something like 72% of the time the away team went. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though. I can't stand Sunday football. It's a real bad product. <laughs> I think like 82% of the time there's bad passion appearance Only good day of football Saturday football. <laughs> In Christmas time. Right. Stay tuned for December. <laughs> Last year, the NFL really hooked me when they had the Tuesday games. That's where I'm in. Man, Tuesday Wednesday games were tough. Especially at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it was pretty rough. <laughs> Sitting there waiting for the work day. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> no, you're at work. The game starts. Like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> you wait until commercial. Like, it's not going to matter. <laughs> fucking stealing Ravens on fucking Wednesday night. Smith just randomly sent me a, a picture of myself. Didn't care for that. <laughs> So, Gil, top of the eighth, Rays tied it. Did they? Five to five. Good, let's go. Um, I hate all local sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we said we're doing our set it and forget it fantasy hockey thing. We'll touch on the teams next week. I am picking everyone. Um, Are you? No. We don't have to do auto-draft. You guys can draft people if you want. I don't care. I, I'm cool with it. Oh, yeah? Prove it. I mean, Massey let me charge my phone, so I might do it. I'm probably going to do it. Um, I'm going to do it. Sounds like we're doing it now. <laughs> you don't have to do it. I'm just saying, like, like it's it, we're, there's no bench, so it's not like you're going to get auto-drafted shit players. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, let's do a pick again. Kyle, shut up. <laughs> the NHL season is upon us, though. Um, and then, so we'll do kind of like a quick preview, I guess. Oh, we don't talk yeah. about hockey. Let's get it out of the way now so we don't talk about it again until the playoffs. That's how everyone feels. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> um, so we'll start off with the hottest topic on the table is... The Kraken. The Seattle Kraken are making their NHL season debut. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. John Gruden's head coach there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to worry about that. There's not really a lot of women or black people in hockey, so they can kind of just let things fly there. As long as, he's not ag- as long as he's not against Europeans. Uh, which he might be. <laughs> yeah, knowing him. Um, so the Seattle Kraken in the very early... Kraken. The very, very early uh, NHL power rankings, they have them ranked as 10th. Really? Out of 32. I'll read the description. Um, the Seattle Kraken have a very simply laid out task ahead of them. Make it to the Stanley Cup final and everyone will be happy. <laughs> Vegas. Set that bar. Um but the roster that they have is not necessarily outside the realm of possibilities. It's hard to find any glaring weaknesses on the Kraken team. 
they will be a tough out in the Pacific Division, which they will be. They did a very good job drafting. That's something that you're finding now. I mean, you don't see it in NFL, NBA, MLB because we're not having expansion teams, but the NHL is no different to the rest of these leagues where high-scoring affairs and very athletic people are becoming more and more prevalent. You know, back in the day, if you watched 1980s football, you weren't having more than five guys go over 1,000 yards receiving. Now you have five guys over 1,000 yards receiving by week 10. You know, it's it's just seeing, you know, in, even on the rushing side of it, rushing isn't prevalent anymore, but you have 12 to 13 guys that are rushing for 12, 1,300 yards in a game. So the athleticism and all that stuff is at an all-time high for all sports. So when you do an expansion draft in the NHL, like what Vegas did, a lot of these other teams have to pick and choose. Valuable veterans, promising young talent, and then where does the money weigh in on both sides? So you lose a lot of good veterans that are making a lot of money, and you lose a lot of promising young talent that might not be molding as fast as you would have liked. And so a team like Vegas or the Kraken aren't going to start off as bad as past expansion teams did. Now, the bar set was very high. Are the Kraken going to make the Stanley Cup Finals? Probably not. Because it's not like the West is a cakewalk. Mm. And even if they do make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, <laughs> still got to get through Tampa. Um, I have three questions. Okay. <laughs> um, Matt, you have to look up the first one. Where, were, where, where was Vegas ranked at the start of their, um, like, going into their first season? Second one, um, who is eligible for the expansion draft? Like player wise, whoever is not protected. So just anybody who's like a quote free agent. Anybody and... who's no, anybody. So well, yeah, any free agent is obviously can be picked up. But the expansion draft is you are. I forget what the exact numbers are, but you have a number of people that you're allowed to protect. Mm-hmm. Outside of those that are protected, they are allowed to be picked. And then you see a lot of times where like what'll happen is they'll do something. Um, uh. Hey, like they'll, they'll contact like Seattle, like the Blackhawks. They'll contact say, like, we didn't have enough numbers to protect this guy. We don't want you to draft him. We're willing to do like a trade for picks. Type Teams of thing. could protect eight skaters and a goaltender, or seven forwards, three defensemen, and a goaltender. They had to expose at least two forwards and one defenseman who are under contract for the 2021-2022 season, and play at least 27 games in the 2020 2021-2022 season and or more than 54 games the season before uh the teams also had to expose a goaltender under contract for that season who would or who would be a restricted free agent blah blah, blah. so right. so i, I kind of remember you, you get explained to, it you, when you get to protect people and whoever's not protected is eligible and then team franchises play games because a lot of the times too to protect someone you'll give up draft capital and then, and then you know, like Vegas did, they they drafted a lot of good guys, and that's why they've been so competitive since the beginning. It wasn't just a one-off when all these guys' contracts expired and they went elsewhere or whatever. They drafted young guys. They drafted well. The Kraken have to draft well mm-hmm. over the next two years. And lastly, so this rounds out the league, right? The yes, the, the number, even number going for yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I believe it's eight per or. It's 32 teams, so yeah, it's eight per division. It's eight per division, and the way the playoffs work, it's the top three from each division, and then the next two wild cards. Mm-hmm. 
the two wild cards will be just the top two teams in the West, top two teams in the East, outside of the three. Kendall, you were looking for power rankings for, for the 2017 season before it started? Yeah, what, what was Vegas sitting at at the uh, time? Bottom. Wow. All the way down to 31. Well, the thing, too, was Vegas' draft wasn't per, wasn't perceived as, as well as it turned out to be. Because hmm. they had a lot of guys that were coming off of bad years, question marks on how well they play together, veteran versus youngster leadership, and it all just kind of worked itself out. Um, so, yeah. Um, and they had a crazy year from James Neal. Good job, Kyle. Proud of you. Um, so your biggest movers going into this, um, this is all from CBS. We'll go, we'll go with this, this first draft ranking thing here. Um, the biggest move up was the Devils went up five spots. The biggest from the end of the season last year, the biggest decrease was the Coyotes went down 12. So we'll kind of go through some of the big juggernauts first. Then we'll look at a couple of the mid guys. And if you guys have questions, you can ask questions. Uh, number one is obvious. It's Tampa Bay. They're unstoppable. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter what they did in the offseason. the The goal is going to be: Can you stop Tampa Bay? They're the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. It's not even close. Um, they had roster turnover, but it doesn't mean anything for them because uh, it's always the next man up type of thing. It it kind of just seems like that's the way in Tampa over the past five years. Who like next person up, do your job, and and that's what happens. Would you agree, Kyle? Yes. And look at the Rays. <laughs> yeah. The Rays have had, had the Rays made the the had the best record in baseball. Best record in baseball? Yes. Yeah. They had the best record, right? Best record in baseball with a three man rotation this year. <laughs> um the Avalanche are sitting at two. Um they arguably got better. Um, which is scary. Uh Golden Knights are sitting at three. Um which was surprising to some people because they did ship out Marc-Andre Fleury, but they're still one of the elite teams. They're loaded at almost every single uh, position, and um, they're the best team in their in their division by far. Uh, the Maple Leafs, are, Maple Leafs are looking strong this year. They're sitting at four. Islanders are coming off of a great year last year. They're sitting at five. Um, they got Barry Trotz behind the bench. And they've been one of the more underrated teams the past few years, but they're not going to fool anybody anymore. They're going to have to win hard-fought games for sure. Bruins, a team that always seems to be right there. They're sitting at six. The Wild jumped up three spots. Um, they're sitting at eight. Um, they have uh, Kevin Fiala and Kirill Kaprovaz, um, and they're looking like they're going to be one of the better teams in that central division. We saw the Predators take a big step back last year. The Blues... Have taken a step back. The Blackhawks aren't the team they used to be. Um, the Panthers are looking like a solid team. The Hurricanes were a solid team last year. They're looking like they'll be back again. The Rangers, the Penguins, the Capitals, um, Stars, and the Blues will kind of all round out that. And then some other teams that are more question marks. Um, the Blackhawks. They were on the fringe for a lot last year. They got Marc-Andre Fleury, which can hopefully aid some goaltending woes since the Corey Crawford days. They got Seth Jones to, have to get some youth and legs on the defensive side. They're going to get Jonathan Taze back. Um, but it's still hard to imagine that they're going to be a legit playoff team. The defense is not good. Um, the Predators, like I said, they've been kind of falling down ever since their, their, their Stanley Cup runs. Um, the Flyers are a team that always compete but somehow seem to disappoint. 
Um, and then a lot of the teams from like when we were like in our high school, college, middle school days that were really good um, are just they're struggling to to find their ways. Teams like the Sharks, the Blue Jackets, the Kings, the Canadians, the Predators, um, and the the Ducks are all scraping around the bottom bottom third of the barrel. Um, along with the two arguably worst teams on paper in each division, the Coyotes and the Sabres. I have a question kind of alluding back to um, the, the Kraken. What do you, what teams, if it's more than one, do you feel were hurt the most from the expansion draft? If, if any at all. Well, the Flame lost Giordano. Yeah, but that was kind of also like a broken relationship. Um I, the Flames, I, I don't know. Um, it's going to be tough. Like, that would probably be the, the the biggest loser. I mean, it was a rough. It was it was a rough loss, for sure. But um, like losing Giordano could could hurt them big time in the long run when it comes to, um, like blue line offense and defense. Mm. But they still have a stacked forward line, so we'll see. But they're probably the team that's going to like hurt the most from it. Yeah, and sorry, just, just trying to understand. Now, follow up: uh, the expansion draft happens, blah blah blah. You know, certain players are protected, others are not. What happens? Uh, like, are other players that like? What am, what am I trying to say? Like, in the upcoming draft, they they. Like, do they get additional players, or is it just like, you know, hey, your roster was full anyway? How does it work? Like, you lose a player. Well, but the expansion you... draft, I believe, I could be wrong, but I think the expansion draft is only, I think you you only lose a player. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's really not. No, it's every, not every, as... every player gives up, every team gives up a player, essentially. I just wasn't sure. So I go, hey, so we have, we supplement, you know, your team with you know established players from teams, right? right? And then we we replenish you with. So I whatever. mean, you think about it when you go on when you go to you know a nice hockey team goes to start up their their game for the, the day, they go on traditionally with twelve forwards, six defensemen, and two goalkeepers. So you would round that out to twenty people. Um, so obviously, if every player gave every team gave a player, that's thirty. That would be thirty-one players. So obviously that's eleven more than you need. Right. Granted, you're all you could start by you know you're going to start filling out your affiliate team and whatnot. But a lot of times too, like there's there's trade to people to give up trade they give up picks instead. They work out deals. Mm-hmm. Now, if you give up a player, can you trade back for that player? Technically, you right. wanted him. I didn't know if it was like. NBA but usually that's just avoided. Usually, because like I said, it's usually it's like we can only protect this many, but we would really like to not lose this guy. If this is the guy you're going to take, let's figure something out where we can give you picks instead. I know the NBA, if like, and then so it'll be something along the lines of where it's like, okay, hey, we want this guy. All right, fine, give us your fourth round pick. We'll give you our second round pick. Yeah, it's cool though. Cause, I mean, it's something that you you never think you'd see. You think of sports, like, oh, it's so established. What, what, what are they going to change other than rules? And like... Right, well, and that's the thing, is everybody, all, all three, all the other leagues are at a perfect number. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, the, the NBA is, you know, they, theirs is a little wonky, because the NBA is at 30 teams. You're the next one to do it, though. Yeah, they'll be the next one to do it. They'll expand two more teams. Seattle and... They've been trying to get a team in, like, the Pittsburgh area for a while. Yeah. Pittsburgh, I could all, unfortunately though the other thing too is, is Seattle might lose out because like 
Well, Seattle, I shouldn't say Seattle could lose out. I could see a team, though, like like New Orleans, the Pelicans, getting bounced to the east and Vegas getting a team. Yeah. Because the Raiders, like the, 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 the five, I mean, not, not talking about team success, but like the Raiders experiment has been very successful so far. The Obviously, the Golden Knights have been a very successful franchise in Vegas, fan base-wise and revenue-wise. Even the WNBA team has been, they just lost in the semis to the Phoenix Mercury. And they've been the the, the, the Vegas Aces. Um, but uh, now they need a baseball team. Yeah, Oakland will get there. That's the thing for baseball. Really, you're going to see moving. You won't see expansion. Yeah, yeah, Oakland will be there. Baseball is tough because there's a lot of clutter that comes with it. Just like well, there's a, there's a lot of clutter that comes with it. And like the other thing too is, is like doing it like there like there's not a lot of teams out there where like let's just say it was like oh hey you get to protect. <laughs> you know, like just say you get to protect. I don't know, eight fielders and and six pitchers. There's not a lot of teams that like are going to be like, oh shit, we need to protect more than that. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of teams out there. Like, I mean, yeah, there's like teams like you know, like the White Sox, for example. Like, they wouldn't want to lose like a player like Gavin Sheets, but he's not an everyday player type of thing. So like a team like the White Sox or a team like the Yankees or like the Astros, but like. The fucking twins would struggle to find four guys that they're like, all right, we could have them. Yankees, no, please don't take Gary Sanchez. <laughs> We're begging you. <laughs> so, well, our, our toast of disexcellence to start the show, Mock, was all of us predicting the Yankees wildcard game wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it nipped my uh, bracket in the bud real fast. Nipped everybody's bracket in the bud. Not those people from Boston. Boston. So, I don't know, NHL season, I don't know. I always find it fun. I know it's not a, it's not a fan favorite on the show. Um, I unfortunately, thanks to this guy and that guy, will not be having a uh, a password to share around this year. Because <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the TV service that I have will allow me to watch every NHL game I want included in my price. Nice. So, You're going to need to download it anyways. I'm not going to. I'm not doing that. Actually, that's funny. I actually should go look and make sure I'm not going to get like rebuild for it. You might because it's a recurrent thing. Yeah, I probably already did. I had that for NBA too. Yeah, I probably already got billed for it. I already declined that. Whoops. Right, um, I didn't watch enough NBA last year to buy it again. So, anybody have anything you want to add? Anything before we'll go to break, we'll come back and we'll round out some fun stuff. Our draft starts soon. Our draft does start soon. Oh, yes, it does. Yeah. Anybody want anything you want to add? We'll go to break. Come back and do some fun stuff in the third hour. Wasn't a touchdown. Okay. We'll see you guys live on the other side. Home of getting sports with Drunk on Monday Nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pinot Show. Peter Pinot Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep her company. We keep her happy. PPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7, 365. Yes, your mama's station. Bringing that heat. And now, 
back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Mr. Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined with forgetful foes, all of them. They were all given a task. They all all forgot. So we I sure I did. did remember. I do remember. I just but you just, get no points because you did, you fucked it up and didn't and didn't uh, do the instructions. You're right. You're right. I just didn't understand. And and if you did remember, why didn't you bring it down with you? Well, because Mark didn't come. So you just thought I wasn't going to do it? No, I just figured that no one was going to bring. Well, it. No, Mark what, forgot too. What are we doing? What What did I forget? I sent out a thing. You guys had a task to bring in an item, a sports item that could be substituted as a baseball bat. Mo- points would be awarded for the best thing brought in. Mm. I did forget about that. What? Wait, when was this? You knew that when you picked them up. Hmm? You knew that when you picked them up. Yeah, but I wasn't going to... What am I going to do? Give him the unfair advantage and say that to him? Yeah. What am I do? Say to him, hey, Kyle, don't forget your thing, and then leave all of you guys at a handicap? Yeah, that's fair. That's what friends do. Yeah, but then that would be a shitty friend thing to do to the other friends. Yeah, but like, he sucks. What? He looks like the homeless screen. When did this happen? I don't know. What? <laughs> was it Tuesday? Wednesday? That you sent that out? Yeah. yeah. It was in the group chat. It was in the group chat. Guess you didn't read a group chat there, Mikey. There, there, were, there were multiple responses to it. It was well, on there, Tuesday. There was one night, there was one night I, and then I woke up the next day to like a hundred texts in the group chat. You gotta go back well, and read those texts, man. I, I brought it. I will say, I don't always respond, but if I wake up to 100, I always read every text. I just go back and just make sure to miss anything. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to be that guy that like doesn't read through the text and finds out like like all 100 texts were like talking about like, oh, hey, I'm having a baby. <laughs> and like three weeks from now, I'll be like, yeah, can you believe that like, Kendall's having a baby? Like, what? You know, you like what Kyle happened with Kyle with Eric on Christmas? What? Kyle refused to do a card. Yeah, we know. I admitted to it. We think should there be a punishment? Yeah, you can give me a punishment. I deserve it. So what? What is? So does Mark assign the punishment, or is it a group? I, 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 I don't. Think I, you have to. You have to suckle Kendall's teat. Okay. That's well, a punishment for Kendall, though. I like how that's worse than a card. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, bud. On air. All right. No, Come Kendall, here. do it. Oh, I was, I was, yeah, that's uh, not who we need. <laughs> I'm gonna lose this fucking game, and it's gonna piss me off. Kyle's getting him out of fantasy. Another shocker for this week, I know. Yeah, fucking... D- How am I going to score 214 and still lose? So, we, hey, real quick, this is on our affair. We can throw away that cup. I think we have to save those pins in there. I don't no, know. they're all gone now. There's an apple core in there, Kendall. Fuck it. I'm just, well, leaving, I'm just leaving the cup down here. We didn't put the apple core in it. Yeah, but we'll get blamed for it. Kendall, just eat the apple. I'm core. not taking an apple core out with my hands that yeah. someone else ate and throwing it in the garbage. Especially during COVID. There's no fucking shot that's happening. I just wash my hands, I guess. I don't know. No, it's the, it's the point. Off-air discussion. <laughs> no, this is an on-air discussion, damn it. I'm saying, I don't want to throw away these pins and be Off-air blamed. Off-air discussion. No, it's on-air. Mass? Yep. I will give you one point for trying to sway me with the, the Gatorade sports bottle. All right, so listen. Gatorade, literally Gatorade, was developed in the <laughs> 1970s for the Florida Gators as a... I've heard a lot of stuff about the Gators and not about it. Continue. This is, this is true. Well, the funny part, too, is you put more emphasis on aid than Gator. <laughs> Gatorade. I'm actually going off, the, <laughs> going off the old commercial. I'll find that commercial if I can. Please uh, don't. This was actually developed for the Florida Gators men's football team to help them rehydrate on the sidelines. Hence, was developed purely for sports. 
hence is a sport object. I can hold it very much like this and swing it as a bat. Yeah, but we've seen you hit. All those words could hold have been up. subscribed with just the uh, sports drink, I'm sure, is on here somewhere. <laughs> uh, also, Mock, he didn't say I had to hit well. He said bat-like object. <laughs> Mass, you get a point. Yeah! Alright, I got my shoe, right? It's not a sports item. You don't, yeah, yeah, it is. Because I use it for running. Just like the Florida Gators did. It's not a sports item. <laughs> that team, they drank those shoes on the sideline. <laughs> the no, Gator no. shoes. I'm 100% serious. That is how that was developed and created. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. I hope Taylor and Andrew tear the ACL for one day. You're a terrible person. One day. They That's grew- not how that works. Prove it. All right, Kyle, come here. Let me tear your ACL and see Please if it lasts do. for a day. Please do. Give me a reason to be fat. <laughs> Love it. What is, what, is, what is this world? It's Kyle's world. We're all just living in it. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Souls is where I hate the fact that we just went through that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> mock, you got a mock draft for us tonight? Actually, Kyle has the mic mock draft. For um, us oh. I do not. I got one for you, Michael. All right. Are we doing that now? <laughs> Bailed him out. Oh, want to do it now? Yeah. We're going to do... Five rounds? Let's do six. Okay. Six. <laughs> really, that twist his arm. has to be an odd number. All right, five. It doesn't have to be. Well, if it's not, it doesn't work out. I will say 11. Why? Everyone still gets the same amount of picks. Yeah, but it, it messes up the order. All right, five. We'll do five. No, it's everyone's still picks in the same order. Anyways. It just means the person that picks last really gets fucked. We'll do five. And we're going to do dipping sauces. Right. I don't know I that like there's five I, rounds I think of we've done this already. Uh, hold on, I have all the drafts. I don't think we have. I, I, now, here's the thing. This could have been a draft that me, you, and Paul just did in the car. Uh, let's make more I, than... I There's a 100% chance that one happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's also a chance Kyle and I did that draft by ourselves. Today. There's also a, No, we didn't do it today. There's also a chance I've done that draft just with Kendall. There's a chance I've done <laughs> that draft with just Massey. There's a chance I've done that draft with everybody in this room, but not on the air. Hey, real quick. Are we auto-drafting? Why? Because we're all fucking gross. <laughs> are we auto-drafting or really drafting? I'm auto drafting. Well, Mock just got fucking Whoops. Connor McDavid, so I'm done. Did you have the first pick? Mock did, yeah. What pick cool. do I have? No, Kendall's picking. Oh, who did I pick? No, I got Drysdall. Fuck. Leon Drysdall, right? Yeah, just let it auto draft. Yeah. Kyle, right. just let I- it auto draft. Kendall, right. hold on. I'm generating the... Uh... Messi, I really enjoy your setup you have. Thanks. The iPad laptop. With desktop. the holder and the, the holder. The, me- the mouse keyboard. I'm sorry, the Meese. <laughs> <laughs> the Meese. The Meese. Messi's the real deal guy. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I never doubted it. I doubt the Jets. Yes, you did. You texted me about <laughs> it. <laughs> and, you know, he's super hydrated with two Gatorades. Yep. He has a Subway sandwich in his system and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> the man is ready for action. Uh, yeah, I'm cool with this. Just feed your mother Mac. So Fucking hour. You know what I had today that were really good? What's that? Lay's ketchup. The chip? Lay's ketchup chips? Ketchup chips. Huh. 
So I got Samantha for Christmas last year one of those things called snack crates. Where you get the a, ba- a thing mm-hmm. of snacks. Yeah. One month she did get a, a crate from a place I uh, don't care for. Um, and uh, Would you care to mention that place? So uh, no. Nope. Dorito. But she got the... I told her. I was like, here's the deal. You can have everything. I don't want to... I don't need to try anything. But I was like, when you get the Canadian box, it's mine. Everything in it. <laughs> she goes, okay. Boy, was she fucked. Mark, did you got a bag? I got a bo- I got a bag of uh, Ruffles all dressed. Nice. Yep, big bag too. Got a big bag of Lay's ketchup. Those were real fucking good. To be honest with you. Uh, Smarties got a bunch of good stuff. Oh, Smarties, the the, the, the sugar candies. No, and... Smarties up there are like they're like m- like a like an, a more airy milk chocolate M M&M. and M. It's like a candy beef jerky. <laughs> Kyle bought a. Uh, Kyle bought a Jack Lynx stick today. Oh, meat stick, huh? Not that good. Those are Smarties. Oh, I've never seen those before. Those are, well, you're not from Canada. Good idea, well, yeah? I, I know things. Did you play softball today, yeah? Yes. Did you lose? Rather not speak about it. That's a yes. So, we have a uh, mock draft. Mike mock draft? Mike mock draft. Featuring right. souls. Up first is Paul, then me... Then Souls, then Mox, then Reed. Nice. I got the worst pick. All right, so Souls, you said there were going to be some uh, rules. Yeah, you can only pick from the same place twice. Uh, one, twice now? Yeah. Per person or Yeah, per overall? person. Yeah, per no, okay. per person. So, 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 like, you couldn't run train on all McDonald's sauces. Okay. Now, does it have to be fast food sauces? Yes. Okay. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't want any of the barbecue sauces then. <laughs> um, so I got first pick? You got first pick. All right, we're going right out of the gate with Chick-fil-A sauce. Nope. Yeah. Trade me. <laughs> I will trade you Chick-fil-A sauce for Cordero Patterson. Uh, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, uh, like, I'll trade you all the Chick-fil-A sauce you could possibly want for Cordero Patterson. You know, the problem is, he picked Chick-fil-A sauce. It's really tough to compete with that for the rest of the draft. Yeah. That's going gonna to stand so heavy. Sure. Well, the fun thing is, because Kyle came up with this one, he gets to grade them. Yes, I am. And he told me in the car on the way over here, which I, I'm going to be honest, I'd never picked the sauce, so I, I'm not at a disadvantage by knowing this. But there's one sauce that if it's picked, he said you automatically lose. I hope it's this one. I'm. Uh, this is really out of left field, but I don't really care about these drafts anymore. <laughs> I just pick what I like. I'm going with the McDonald's spicy mustard. Man, I was about to, <laughs> I was about to be so fucking <laughs> I'm laugh so hard. It is a McDonald's sauce, but oh, it's man. not spicy mustard. All right, I'm up. I don't think I've ever had that. I haven't it's either. So good. It sounds good. I like spicy mustard. I'm gonna go with the uh, Chick Fil A Polynesian sauce. Man, it's got away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's about to go with Burger King ketchup. <laughs> I did not. I did not think Kyle was gonna take that. Kyle's the big sweet and sour guy. Well, he's more of a sweet and sour guy. I just really like sweet and sour. Mark? I mean, I, granted, yes, I've eaten. I've probably eaten about three thousand times more fast food with you than I have with Mock, but I've never seen you not order sweet and sour sauce, or at least attempt to. Kyle, we went to the grocery. We went to two grocery stores to find sweet and sour sauce for you. <laughs> Mock, you're up. All right. Um, I want the. Just so you know, Subway mayonnaise is still an option. You know, I, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I want the Ken's. Sweet and sour that's served at Dutch's? I'll give it to him. But, but just put Dutch's sweet and sour. Just put Dutch's sweet and sour. Just so like that way, if he picks more than one Dutch's item, you know. You know what I mean? I had the it's Subway. You know that it's Ken's. I had the Subway Hellman's Mayo Marlon. packet joke oh. all lined up. Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall. 
right, but my stay pick. inbound, you puss. See, I'm just taking to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so intrigued about the sauce Kyle's going to say is an automatic loss. <laughs> Only one person I know would get it, but he's not here. Oh, I was just about to say, it's definitely me. Can I just say it? Because I don't think anyone's going to pick it. No. Is right. it the McDonald's blue cheese? <laughs> That's a thing? Wait, is that a thing? No, I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I was talking to Kyle, but do you remember back, like, like it was, like, probably, God, 10, 12 years ago. Remember, when, like, right after McDonald's came out with the chicken select tenders? Yeah, yep. Then they came out with, like, the, the crispy chicken wings yep. on the bone. Yep. Oh, yeah, 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 I do remember those. So bad. Yeah. That was a weird time for McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. All right. It was still a good time, because you know what? The snack wrap was still a thing. This is true. Um, salad item. I, I just really like the... Salad item? Ooh. <laughs> he said salad item. He French did. dressing from McDonald's. <laughs> uh, the McDonald's barbecue packet. It's good. It's a good barbecue packet. Worst barbecue. It's I mean, listen. Terrible. It's the second worst barbecue sauce. Listen, it's super solid. Wendy's is the worst barbecue sauce. It's a solid barbecue. You get nuggets. It's like, yeah, I'm just getting the barbecue. All right, and then... Tell uh, us why you're going back to back on McDonald's right now. Yep, I'm going back to back. No, uh, I am a fan of the Popeyes Blackened Ranch. I like that a lot. Yeah, Blackened Ranch is pretty solid. I don't know that it's second round solid, but it's a solid thing. I reached for it, but I wanted to make sure I got it. Mock. All right, we're gonna go back to back on sweet and sour sauces. <laughs> I want the Wendy's sweet and sour sauce. It is good sweet. It is a good sweet and sour. I was thinking about that too. But not when you already have sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm going McDonald's honey mustard. I'm trying to take five sweet and sours. Donald's honey Minus mustard. the bad one. All right, Massey, you're going to take the Verde sauce from Taco Bell? Yes, <laughs> Ooh, oh, flea flicker! Flea flicker! Oh! oh. <laughs> He was looking God. towards Taylor, so I'm glad he it happened. Like, did, you see the flea flick, did you see the flea flicker in college this weekend? No, I didn't. Dude, fake flea flicker. Faked the throwback, ran for 85-yard touchdown. Wow. That's bad defense. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Oh, God. <laughs> the what? The sauce that everyone you know, was like freaking out about with all the anime the stuff? From four years ago. Yeah, Rick Morty and Massey over here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next. I actually do really like that sauce. I do miss it. <laughs> you like sauce, man. Sauce is boss. Sauce is boss. Paul, back to backs. Alright. I have a question. Okay. Um Does it count if I order it to dip? Yes. Okay. Well it's not it's up to Kyle technically. Duke's mayo it is. Like if I order it to dip stuff in? I'll I, I gotta see what it is first. No, that's not is how that's that works. Allow it. I mean, isn't... Allow it. Well, no, like, I'm saying, like, if it's a sauce that's not traditionally... Like, you can't buy it in a packet, but you could, like, be like, hey, could I get, like, a side of that? Okay, To okay. dip stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. All right. The Taco Bell nacho cheese. <laughs> that is good, though. Oh, forgot all about that. <laughs> Master Magic's giving me a pick right there. Uh-oh. Huh. You know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty upset that that just happened. Well, you know what, Mike? You said you were going all five sweet and sour, so you didn't have an Yeah, I wanted the sweet and sour cheese. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> you should lose you just don't know that. Hmm. All right. What? Jesus, mine. 
I'm taking it though. No, you no. said it. You can't no. do that. That's not how that works. Give it to me. No. Yeah. No. Matt, yeah. you can take the sweet, the sour cream. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that. <laughs> that got Paul really good. <laughs> Matthew, you can take the sour cream. <laughs> that, might the, that might be the best thing I've ever said. Uh, uh, all right, what are, you, what are you taking? All right. Taking the sour cream. You fucking dirty bastard. Fucking oh, mess, man. so funny. I'm going to put my fucking dick inside their mouths, eh? All right. What? Don't look at me. Uh, all right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Arby's sauce. All right. Just Arby's general sauce? Yeah. Or signature? Yeah, the signature sauce, though. Good sauce. Bad restaurant. Fuck off. It's a good restaurant. Mock loses. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna go with. Don't take it, Paul. You'll take lose it. automatically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, that wasn't on my radar. Um, fuck. Mm. He's gonna take the Burger King zesty sauce. <laughs> he does sauce. like the zesty. Do you like the zesty sauce? sauce? Zesty sauce is a good sauce. Uh, well, I, I'm not, you not know, a fan. I, I don't care for any of this. <laughs> so Matt, you think a night goes zesty and you go nacho cheese? I'm in on that. I didn't know it was gonna be that popular. That was gonna like the, a joke. The third pick, uh, souls. Souls. Just think of a good sweet and sour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any left. I got one on my radar, Massey. I'm gonna be nice to you. Okay, I'll let you have the nacho cheese sauce. But if you don't that. pick it, I'm gonna frap you. All right, that's fair. Hey, all right. Socks just walked it off. I'm gonna take. Did they? Mm-hmm. Did they really? Well, for yeah. the series, nice. I'm I'm going to take the uh, Chick Fil A honey mustard. Okay. Chick Fil A, very well of, represented this draft. You're out of Chick Fil A. That's fine. Yeah, I fun. haven't had any but the three sauces that were picked, so we're good. <laughs> Chick Fil A uh, is probably the only fast food restaurant. Kyle and I were talking about. I haven't had their barbecue sauce. <laughs> uh, Taco Bell nacho cheese, Souls Burger King barbecue. In my opinion, it's the best barbecue in the game. Second, second best barbecue. <laughs> Behind. Kyle, way to sound super passionate, man. Has it been <laughs> yeah. Hey, I gotta be <laughs> passionate. Is the Burger King barbecue just bullseye? What? I, I think bullseye barbecue is the distributor for bar- yeah. Burger King. I'm just saying it tastes very similar. Maybe, but I like the taste. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. The, the, Moving the, on. The barbecue that goes on the rodeo burger is better than the one in the packet, though. Oh. Is it my pick? Yeah, yeah. It's probably. I, I'll bull- take the zesty sauce. Bullseye select. Whatever. I mean, I like bullseye. Fuck. <laughs> Listen, I don't know for sure. I just, I. It's fucking delicious. It's good. Yeah. All right. Soy Kendall, lectins back in to that. back. All right. Uh, fucking dad over here. All right. It's too bad that French's mustard doesn't come in a little packet like in a. a <laughs> Alright, uh, uh I got a dark, I, I, I got a dark horse one. You got a dark horse one? They might get mad at me, but it is what it is. Alright, so I I've I have back to back here, right, Mass? Yep. Alright. Damn. Good night from you, sir. Alright, so my with my first pick, uh Wendy's sauce some sauce. Good. Okay. And uh, for whatever reason, I've always been a fan of it. I think Souls was the one who turned me on to this. It had to have been Kyle. Uh, Burger King's Buffalo. I, I enjoy it. Oh, my God. 
Mock? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running out of options here. Oh, there's still quite a few good ones on the board. We will accept uh, the maple syrup that Taco Bell uses on their product. <laughs> do it they still have... do breakfast? Yeah. They, they're running a big campaign on their breakfast burritos right now. Are they? Yeah, it's just go to bed early so you can get Taco Bell. Who's in the commercial? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a bunch of randos. You remember the Waffle that porno? See that porno that BB Rexa did? No. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Remember the waffle taco? It was in a Fair. church. <laughs> All right, Mike, what you got? Um, just for the the sake of comedy, I would like the Sheets Dr Pepper barbecue. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> it's a terrible sauce. It's but so it be bad. In our draft. I lost. All Did right. you? I'm going to Souls. Pick Sorry. a sauce. I'm in defeat right now. All right, you've been defeated. Pick a sauce. Um, it's not the Steelers, so who cares? Uh, my fantasy team does. Okay, but it's not the Steelers. So you could take fine. the old Bay seasoning at Sheets. <laughs> um, Get that on an egg sandwich, you'll be real happy. So you're saying we can like ask for a sauce and ask for like a dipping, right? Yeah. Does stacker sauce count? Sure. No, 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 no. Kyle, if somebody pulled up, if somebody pulled up to the the drive thru and said, "Can I get a side of sacker sauce?" Yeah, I could do it. Mark's just pissed because he squandered his opportunity. No, because that's bullshit. <laughs> no one's gonna order a side of fucking stack. Yeah, sauce. but you had a whole jug of it that you could use for dipping. That was personal use. Burger <laughs> <laughs> King stacker sauce. Brush his teeth with Guys, that. That's bullshit, Kyle. Your draft is bullshit. This whole thing is bullshit. That's I'm just mad that I took like half his whole pick. fucking podcast is bullshit. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Wendy's barbecue sauce. Really, I like their barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> like Paul, that, that, back to back. that affirmation right there. All right, let's see. All right, I I need to know what this barbecue you've been talking about is. We're getting there. I think you'll have my back on it. I had a sauce and then I lost what it was. Hold I on. just got your back on. Hello. I lost. He just scored. Good. He just scored a touchdown. Um, bu- 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. It's quite all right. Who knows? Maybe he'll get a fumble. <laughs> Fucking two guy. Oh, maybe it's coming back. No, it's not. Man, I, I haven't even heard of this sauce before. Um, fuck, where the hell is it? Uh, Kendall made himself laugh. I've never had this, but I just want to put it on my draft list. Okay. I'll, I'll save it. Sorry, I'm trying. I had a sauce, and I can't fucking. Whatever. I'm gonna. Just, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Shake Shack sauce. Okay. Shack sauce. And the mess, you're the only one that can have my back on it. So, I kind of live and die by what you say. But the best fast food barbecue sauce, in my opinion, all time, is Checkers barbecue sauce. Yeah. 
Yeah. Add insult to injury. <laughs> and would you like to know why, gentlemen, Checkers has the best barbecue sauce? Why is that? It's Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Ah, there you go. <laughs> um, I am going to take... We're doing six rounds of this, right? No, just five. We're going to do six. Oh, just do five. I'm torn. Can I go back and change my last pick? No. <laughs> Everyone can have a ketchup. <laughs> I don't want a ketchup. <laughs> they're essentially the same thing, but they're different. That's why I'm torn. Um, Seriously, hmm. <laughs> last question you asked the test. Can I just go back and do this to make myself happy? <laughs> I'm going to take Max Sauce. All right. And I'll give that one unquestioned to ask because we had a roommate in college who used to order that on the side for his fries all the time. Dimitri? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, his order was always the same. Could I get could I get two McDoubles with Mac sauce, a McChicken actually, with Mac <laughs> sauce, and a large fry with a side of Mac sauce? It's just like your ticket, guy. I actually order my, some of my burgers with Mac sauce now because of the Dimitri. Yeah. They're actually really good. Uh, who's up, Mott? Uh, Souls. Souls! Souls is busy settling in his depression. Such bullshit. <laughs> a lot of bullshit, actually. <laughs> Fucking one and four. Um, Kyle, let's make a trade. So let's play a card on Vinny so that you can like alter your team. And alter my team, anyways. No one's gonna know. <laughs> Pretty sure people would know. We all know you lost. Yeah. I'll Kyle, do pick mark. a sauce. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hey. You're out of Burger King sauces, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so funny that you won't eat there. But. He just eats the sauces. Moe's queso? I'm just kidding. You could pick that if you want. Yeah, I'll go Moe's queso. It's pretty fire. Okay. Nice. I just looked at my team that I drafted so far. I've already got three guys that are suspended and one guy that's taking personal time. <laughs> <laughs> Mock. Um, Jesus Christ. I will take Kyle. It's fantasy. It's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. I don't like losing. Got fucking fifty points between two guys tonight. <laughs> like, you know, we'll make another comedic pick. I'd like a packet of Hellman's uh, mayonnaise to hit Kyle with. Got a feeling your whole family's going down. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Kendall, finish this out. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had this, but it's been on a lot of lists. Uh, it's just too hilarious to pass up. Church of Chicken? Nope. Oh. I will be taking Long John Silver's cocktail sauce. It's never peaked higher than 10 on any lists, but it's I've been on a bunch of... <laughs> Souls, can I take a, take a, give a winner? I gotta hear him again. Alright, so Paul had Chick-fil-A sauce, Arby Signature sauce, Chick-fil-A honey mustard, Shake Shack sauce, and Checkers barbecue. Which is Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. Yes. I had McDonald's spicy mustard, McDonald's Szechuan, Taco Bell cheese, Wendy's barbecue, and Mac sauce. Oh, I can't pick Mac sauce. Uh, yeah, you picked your McDonald's sauces. Alright, I'll swap that out. Uh, instead well, of Mac... that fucking alters things. Do you want Mac sauce instead of your Hellman's mayo? Yes. Okay. Because I had that queued up. Uh, I'll take I'll take uh, In and Out's animal style sauce, animal style spread. All right. 
really good. Unfortunately, Kyle's never had it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ended up picking the Mac sauce instead. Yeah. Um, so McDonald's spicy mustard, McD's Szechuan sauce, Taco Bell's nacho cheese, Wendy's barbecue, and In and Out animal style spread. I did my Shack sauce, just trying to base that all on the one time you had Shake Shack eight years ago. I don't remember it. <laughs> uh, you, but you had like Shake Shack. Kyle, do you remember what you had? Yeah, I'm not gonna pick mine. Mock I had won. Mock had Dutch's sweet and sour, Wendy's like, sweet and sour, Be- Burger King zesty. <laughs> Sheets, Dr. Pepper, Barbecue, and Mac Sauce. Kendall had McDonald's Barbecue, Popeye's Black and Ranch, Wendy's Awesome Sauce, Burger King Buffalo, and John Long John Silver's Cocktail. <laughs> add the fucking insult to injury, huh? <laughs> Keep going, John! So nobody picked the sauce that would guarantee him a loss, although Mock should have been guaranteed a loss with the Dr. Pepper pick. The, the <laughs> sauce that guaranteed you a loss was if you picked McDonald's Ranch. Okay. <laughs> Which is fair. It's so bad. It's so bad. You might as well just pick like like a slab of hot garbage. Yeah, close winner winner. Kyle, what do you game. got? Um, go Paul. I hate. I don't know. Paul mock Kendall Mass. You gave it to mock over Kendall and I. Well, I don't like t- two of the sauces you picked. In my defense, cocktail sauce is kind of the same <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> also, Mac sauce is terrible. Or scholar, fucking Raven. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, Cole. All right. You're well, that was the mock draft for this week. Dipping I sauces. Make, I will make the playoffs. Kyle has entered a different plane of conversation. Kamara for Cordell Patterson. Yes. All right. Done. Wait, hold on. I'm is all Kamara about on the table. Huh? Is Kamara on the table? I I sent the text out. Everybody's on the table. No is one sent Kamara me a trade. Really? Kyle has sent me four trade offers, and nobody else has sent me anything. I'm gonna trade all my best players to Kyle. I want someone to make the playoffs. <laughs> Mock beat me, so he's out. He can't get any of my players. Hold on. Is Kamara really on the table? Everybody's on the table. Okay, I'm gonna actually go take a look now. Um, I just need to come in sixth. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do one more game thing before we sign out. Um, Kyle, um, Kyle, is your bag here? Yes, it is. Kyle, could you go behind you? Could you get me a whiteboard and a marker, please? Preferably one that works, if you could check to see if it works. Come on, John. The markers are everywhere, so just be prepared. Well, I mean, the game is far from sure, over. I mean, yeah. well, I mean your, your fantasy is, is, is over. But, as far as Monday Night Football is concerned, the game is very much alive. Would you prefer Claypool or Higgins? What? <laughs> if I was to offer you a receiver. Like, for straight up? No, 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 oh. no, no. Like, I, mean, I'm, I was like, I'm not trying to get fleeced. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 just as part of a trade package. If you had to pick one of the two of them. I'm actually, Kamara's actually off the table. You know why? Because I'm going to trade him to Ty. Yeah, that's a bummer. I'm going right. to trade him to Ty for Christian McCaffrey. Ty might do that. I lost this week? Yeah, join the fucking club. Hold on. Did I really? I, I also lost this week. I also lost this week. Diggs was the only guy. No, I didn't. I won this week. What the fuck is this? Oh, wait, we're in week five. (laughs) (laughs) I lost last week by two points. Classic team game here. 
You get four strikes. Oh boy! Right? Okay. We always rise to the occasion on this. 2012 <laughs> passing yards leaders, top ten. Oh, all right. Mark Andrews. Was that the final guess? No. No, you're pissing me oh, off. That's what happened. There's no more of these, is there? Damn. Is there any more of those McCultures? You can have the end of this one. No. Can you give me another one of these? Let's see what they taste like cold. All right, 2012. 2012 is the team. You get four strikes. Um, so, 2012, that was the year that Peyton Manning that was, was out. Manning. He was out that year. Um, yeah. So. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. What year was Lux drafted? 2012. So, this is Lux rookie year? Yes. Okay. So, Peyton Manning was a Bronco this year. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Much better, Colt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so if Manning was playing, I think we could assume that he probably would have been. No, that's actually not bad. Hmm. Yeah, he nay. Well, is that the year you you always bitch about? Well, that. Let me think. Wasn't his first year in Denver kind of rough? No, his first year in Denver, they did phenomenal. So I thought the first year they played well, and then they lost to Baltimore in the playoffs in double overtime. Correct. 2013 was the huge year, yes. and then they ended up losing the Super Bowl. But it was the AFC Championship game that they made it to. Because the Ravens went from there to the Super Bowl. No, I don't think so. They, I, think the, I don't think they lost in the AFC Championship The Ravens game. beat the Patriots. Yeah, I think the Ravens beat the Broncos all, in the divisional game. Yeah, all I remember was double overtime. Yeah. Uh, okay. Either way, but yeah, the, that was the year the Ravens beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. It was the blackout game. So we have a list of we're top 12 we're talking, right? Top 10. Top 10. I don't know. I mean, I, I, you want to do top 12? No. It's way more interesting if we get two more. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, are you, are you guys really out on, on Manning? Possibly oh, and you being get, a lower? You get, you get three hints. I'm, I'm good on Manning. Well, put Manning down. I think Manning. Yeah, we could go Manning. You want Peyton Manning? Yes. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was sixth. Big okay. Ben. Yeah, was that kind of that, that span of Ben Roethlisberger Brown going on that tear? Or was that too early? I think I think he was probably top ten, or Aaron Rodgers. Um, maybe Romo. All right, so you think I think Aaron Rodgers is, is a fair fair guess. Yeah, uh, we on board with that. Aaron Rodgers, number eight. Okay. Um, Brady. Yeah, I mean. Tom Brady. Yeah, we can go Brady. Going Brady? Going Brady. Number four. All right. Um, Jake I, Locker? Oh, yeah. Uh, Final I, answer? No. no. <laughs> I, I think we should we say Ben Roethlisberger. I'll say Ben. Massey, concurred, yeah. disagree? Yeah. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> Mo- I heard Mox say yes, so that's three. three. That's three, so. Strike. He was on there. He wasn't, though, Kyle. That's why it was a strike. Shut up Rivers? there, guys. Oh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I mean, even when they're bad, he's still throwing a million. <laughs> going for Brees? Yeah, I'm going with Brees. Number one. Moxie Phil. Phil, Phil Rivers? Yeah, I, I can say that. Phil? Yeah. I don't think so. No. 
Um, all right. So what about it takes three? Else? So if, if if you don't agree with Matt, you can vote against them. Well, I'm trying to think. So I, I, what about like a, like like a Matt Ryan? What about Matt Stafford? Oh, Matt Stafford, probably right. I mean, this guy all he does is throw for a million yards. <laughs> Give me Stafford. I'm okay with Stafford. Stafford, number two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stafford was two. All right, you got half the list done with only one strike. Matthew Ryan. Josh Freeman. Oh, God. No, that was his good year, though, wasn't it? His no, there was none of those. <laughs> I don't know. I See, I don't remember. If he did, he was towards the bottom, but he had a decent year. Hmm. Sometime. Make some guesses. You have three hints as well. All right, let's, let's want to burn a hint. How many have we guessed? You have five correct with one strike. You have three strikes left. Give us a hint. Yeah. All right. I'll give you a hint. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. We have a gentleman in this game, add insult to injury. Philip Rivers is not on this list. Wow. <coughs> Good call. <coughs> Was Joe Dicko on that list? Oh, wait a minute. <coughs> Cutler? Well, Oh. Sexual endowendo from Mass over there. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Alright, so in 2012, Cutler on the Bears? Yes. I would have said 2010 Cutler. Because that's the year that they went to the NFC Championship. Huh. Cutler might still be on there. He might still be on there. But who was he throwing to in 2012? Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. Okay, he might be on there. Yeah, I, I, I think... Matt Forte. Uh, I'll go I, ahead I think and we take, take a stab at that. For, I'll take Jay Cutler for 100, Alex. Yeah, well, let's go Jay Cutler. Strike. Nice. The you. next... The 2013, the year, the Peyton Manning's big year, that was the year that Jay Cutler threw for like 4,200 yards. Um, give me Matt Ryan. I could agree with Matt Ryan. Sure. Right, we got three Matt Ryans. Number five. Cool. cool. How many do we need? Ten. Where was Carson Palmer at this time? Probably Oakland. Not in the top ten. What about RG3? What about Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck did very well his first year. His rookie year? Could be. I mean. Because he had the leftover from, from Peyton. Because Harrison didn't leave till the year after. We can go Luck. You made your luck. Yeah. Number seven. Yeah. Um. Russell Wilson didn't really just dive on the scene, right? Russell Wilson was a 2013 draft. He was 2013. RG3. Hold on, hold on. No, did Wilson come out the same year as Luck? You're right. He was 2012. He was third round. And they went to the Super Bowl that year, didn't they? Didn't no. they go as rookie year? No, that year was Ravens 49ers. Well, speaking of what your cow said, what about, what about Joe they Flacco? They went his second year. They beat the Broncos. Because wasn't Joe Flacco's Super Bowl year, like, arguably his best year? I mean, let me see if I can find the playoffs real quick for 2012. 
2012, Seattle lost to Atlanta on that last second field goal. I remember where I was. I was in our dorm room in Paris for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there when Blair Walsh missed a field goal for the Vikings. <laughs> in the fucking freezing cold game? It was like 12 yards. <laughs> I won't say about it. Like, what about guys like, like Eli or... Or Tony Romo. Well, that was a yeah, Romo probably. Eli, 2012 was the start of the pretty serious Giants decline. All right, so omit Eli. I mean, I guess he could be on there, but I, I don't Can know. Can we get another hint? All right, we do have hints. We have hints. We have three people left to guess. Okay. Yeah, let's take a hint. All right. All right, second hint. All three remaining players' names have been said. All right, so we've said Tony Romo. So let's go with Tony Romo. Okay, Tony Romo. Number three. We said Philip Rivers, but he said he wasn't on this list. We've said Eli Manning. We've said RG3. We've said Josh Freeman. We've said Carson Palmer. Because RG3... God damn it. With RG3, that was like... Kyle, you've lost already. Stop being upset. No, I want the Colts to fucking win. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. If we're to fucking lose, we might as well have the fucking Ravens lose. Yeah. That's fine. That's fair. I really Actually, you guys would be the only win in the division that week, right? Exactly. It'd be yeah. huge. Yeah. yeah, of course the Colts couldn't just, you know, you know, make a field. Well, goal. here's the thing, though, guys. you got to remember, like, but, like, realistically, worst case scenario is that you guys go, they go to overtime at least. Did we say, did we guess Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. He was, uh, we he did? Not on okay. Yes. Did I, I think Robert Taylor? Griffin, because it was Robert Griffin and Drew Luck, right? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was one and two. They were one and two picks. Could Russell Wilson be up there? See, I just well, don't remember. We hadn't said his name though yet, had we? No, we, like was, a, we were talking about we were what he was drafted. His name was said because then he brought up the Atlanta That's beating right, in okay. last second field goal. If you guys want to go Russell Wilson, then go for it. Well, see, I, I remember RG three having a good year. I just don't but know I if he was, it was on the ground. Right, I just didn't know if he was throwing all over the place, and I just don't well, remember. He was rookie of the year, right? Yeah. He had, I believe, Santana Moss and Pierre Garçon. As his receiver. And Jordan Reed. Fuck, he had Santana Moss. No, I don't think Jordan Reed was there yet. <laughs> no? Um, Vernon Davis might have been there, though. No, Vernon Davis was a 49er. Yeah. He was in the Super Bowl. Is there any other, like, obvious things like we're missing? Like, I mean, Alex, missing 9 and 10. Well, don't make fun of me, but David Garrard had a very big year around that time. Oh. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The last hit was that the last three names were already said. Yeah. All right, never mind. We have two more left. Let's get one more hit. We'll take the last hit. One AFC, one NFC. You know, I, I don't remember voting for the last hint. <laughs> Kyle gave a head nod and Kendall showed his penis. <laughs> Which is always a sign of submission for Kendall. That's right. Why do you think Rebecca got a cat? <laughs> it's a fine cat. Rebecca said, I want a cat. Kendall said, I want anal. Rebecca said, no, they got a cat. <laughs> and the cheese right, stands I'm, alone. I'm Kendall si- said, I want more V8 drinks. Rebecca said, no, we need to save money. Now Kendall drinks AHA seltzers. Out of all the names we've said, Josh, Free- Josh Freeman, Carson Palmer, Eli Manning. Freeman was before the 2013. Right. So that could have been one of his good years. No. like he was playing, I think he was out of the league at that point. No, he wasn't. Or he was on the Colts and had like that one good game. <laughs> No, because he, he went to the Bucks in like 2014 or 15. I don't, I don't think that's true. 
I think he was way before that. Am I allowed to look up when he went to the Bucks? No. I have a jersey mask. The only reason I say that is because I don't want you to accidentally see stats. Can you look up when he went to the Bucks? Yes. How many strikes do we have? Two. We have four total? Correct. Between Palmer and Eli Manning, who do you think has it? So names that I remember you guys saying, I'll give you this freebie hint, were, um, let me go back to my list, because if I look at names, it'll help. Names I remember you guys saying are RG3, Russell Wilson, uh, Joe Flacco, Eli Manning, Carson Palmer, Josh Freeman. There was another name you said, but I'm blanking on it. So it has to be Joe Flacco. It doesn't have to. It does, because that's the only AFC quarterback that he said. What am I looking up? Josh Freeman. Not if Carson Palmer was in. He was in the Bengals. He was. I'm looking up what year. He was in the Raiders. He was in the Tell you what, I don't remember Josh Freeman being this so, handsome of a guy. So, but he still passed for a billion yards. Josh Freeman played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from 09 to 13. And Vikings, and like, so he played for Vikings in the 2013 season. So, like, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like the the season we're talking about, would have been his last season because like would have rolled over. Then he played for the Vikings, then he was on the Giants practice squad, Dolphins practice squad, then he played for the Brooklyn Bolts, then he played for the Indianapolis Colts. And, and then he was he... good enough that the Vikings traded for him to make him their starter. I don't think it lasted the whole year. Was that... One of the free, free hints? Flacco's yeah. MVP year? So, I, I, the year that I think the... One of the free, free hint? Sure. Do you want Josh Freeman's career stats? Sure. All right, 81 to 68, touchdown to interceptions, 13,873 yards. 77.6 passer rating, 946 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns. And so he basically played from 09 to the end of the 2013 season, and then he played vicariously for the Colts in 2015. So I think the the probably year that the Ravens went to the Super Bowl was Flacco's best year. I, I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's say Flacco. Does Flacco win an MVP? Did he ever win the regular season MVP, no. or was it just Super Bowl MVP? Just Super Bowl MVP. I thought he won an MVP. Oh no, that was the the whole joke is was Matt Ryan won the MVP, right? And he was trying to get into the elite quarterbacks club. Yeah, that was that, that, okay. Yeah. You want to go Flacco? I don't, yeah. but did I say his name before? Yeah, yeah his I... name his name had been said before. Oh okay. I'm cool with it. Flacco. We got three S's. Joe Flacco. Strike. Fucking told you. All right, so it's got to be Eli or Russell for the NFC, right? So, uh, originally I thought it was Eli all the way, but now what Mike was saying, I don't know. I just don't know if the Russell Wilson really make a huge splash right off I the bat. I don't think he did. But, because he wasn't throwing to anybody. Huh. Fantasy football's not nice to me this year. That's what do you think? I think RG3. Uh, you know it's RG3, right? That's what I said. It sounds like RJ3. That's not what I'm saying. I don't, but I'll acquiesce if everybody else wants to say it. I don't. I just feel like he's a more traditional passer. I thought he was more. He got more of his yards on the ground. 
Chris got this, man. Give us another freebie hit. Nope. Well, I, what I mean by that is I don't, I don't think it was RG3 because I think it was more of a standard. Yeah. Have you said, man? Want a freebie hint? You guys are you guys are like negating an obvious like elimination tactic that you've already used. Like, shouldn't say used. Like you you've made an elimination for one of the picks, and you're just not seeing it. Huh. All right, it's a good radio. Who did we miss? <laughs> who, who did we see? <laughs> I don't care. Carson Palmer? Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Number 10. He was the only AFC quarterback left on the list. You guys had named all the players. When you said Joe Flacco, you eliminated him. And I'm like, there's only one AFC guy left. You guys aren't saying him. (laughs) All right. So, Freeman, Wilson, or Manning? I might have been biting myself in the ass. He He was still a Bengal at that point, right? Who? Palmer? I thought he was a Raider. If he, he might, I think he, either way, though, like he was, he wasn't, he wasn't I, a Cardinal at that point. I don't yeah. think so. Right, that's what I'm saying. It was he either was a Bengal or a Raider. Thirteen, huh? Cardinal starting at thirteen, I believe. He was either a Bengal or a Raider at that point, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm just like, I'm like you guys, I'm like, ninety-nine point nine percent sure this is the only AFC guy left. All last right. one, RG three guys. Last one. Yep. No. Last one. Last one. Now, who do you think it is? I said it's either Wilson, Manning, or Freeman. It's one of the three. I will say anything but Freeman. I'm honestly kind of leaning towards it because Paul said it gets weirder the further down you go. Hey, that's at 11. Oh, that's true. All right. uh, Arizona starting in 2013, anyways. Okay. All right, everybody. One mask is and then they've all been on the list. Everyone just, everyone just say a name, and we'll go from there. Kendall, say a name. Who do you think it is? Eli Manning. Kyle. Robert Griffin III. Massey. Russell Wilson. Mock. Wait, have you guys all said different people? Yeah. Cool, this is going to matter. Mock? Um, I know, hold on. That's not Josh Freeman. Just say him. We've all said different people. Well, no, because then you guys still haven't voted on anybody. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. So you guys still have to vote on somebody. Or I vote for Oh, so is this to narrow down the vote? Well, like, if you vote for somebody that's already been said, that's the vote, because they can't decide. I'm going to put Freeman's name out there. I want want the votes. You want? I'm betting on Massey. Why? So you're going with Wilson? Every time I've said you were... No, no, no. I'm saying Freeman, so we all have to vote again. Hold on, hold on. Why, Mock? I, I voted against Massey on every pick, and he's been right every time. Okay, so let's start the voting over. Souls? Robert Griffin. Okay. Kendall? What did you say? Freeman? I said no, Wilson. He said Wilson. Mock said Freeman for me. All right. I will drop out of Manning, and I will vote Wilson. Okay. Mock? Could be Eli Manning. Wilson? That would have been funny. Wilson. So three votes for Wilson? All right. It's Josh Freeman. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Josh Freeman that year threw for 4,065 yards. I fucking told you, Kyle. There was only one person on the list, number 11, he also threw for 4,000 yards. I fucking told All you. Right. Hold on, because we have, we have a few minutes. So there's one guy 
So Drew Brees threw for 5,000. The other nine you met that were mentioned were all threw for 4,000 plus. Number 11 is the only other player that threw for 4,000 plus. His name has not been mentioned at all yet. I if you guys can come is. together as a collective and guess him, I will give you the win on this and you will each walk away with three GSWD points. Shop. Yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking. Matt Schaub? Yeah. Three votes for Schaub. Ken will say yes. Mark, any any opposition? I mean, do, do I, we need... I mean, I, I don't like Matt Schaub at all, but it's But he had that one stupid blow up year. I mean, do we do we are we overlooking anybody else that's obvious? Mike Vick? No. Do you guys want me to give you a list Cam- of all the names that are on this list that you haven't said? Sure. Cam Newton. In no specific order. We got Matt Schwab, Sam Bradford, Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Brandon Whedon, uh, Ryan Tannehill, and Christian Ponder. This is the top 25. Who the fuck was Ponder playing? Cardinals? Is he a Cardinal then? (laughs) Was he a Cardinal? Was he he in Minnesota? He's still a Viking. Maybe. They had two guys throw for that many yards? Ah, Maybe. (laughs) I'm saying Schwab. I'm going shop. That was his blow up year. It just sticks out to me. What do you mean? You threw more pick sixes that year than any other year? No, no, no. That was the following <laughs> year after he blew up. This game is over, Kyle. I fucking hope so because it's already been a uh, fucking bullshit. He was still a Viking at that time, by the way. So the Vikings just had Ponder and Freeman just back and forth going on? No, Freeman uh, was a buck. Freeman was probably a buck. Uh, I got traded. Okay. I thought we said he was a Viking. I'm about to get real mad. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine they had a top 10 passer and then another top 25? And missed the playoffs. And both considered terrible parts. <laughs> All right. We're, are we rolling with Shab? We're getting funky with it? Yeah, I think so. I'm going with Shabby. And the correct answer is... Aaron Andre Johnson. With 4,008 yards. Ryan Tannehill. Oh. Now it's match one. Hey! <laughs> I was gonna say, really took the wind out of our sails. Eh? <laughs> I don't know why. I just but I have the right to reserve no points for anybody, and I don't give Kendall any points. No, Aaron Foster. You know what? Kyle gets seven bonus points, but he also loses twenty-five points. <laughs> I lost my twenty-five points. Yeah, not only did you lose, but then they really just kept pouring it on. And the Ravens came back. <laughs> Just, it was just like, hey, you know how you just lost? We're going to go ahead and we're going to give everybody else like 35 more points. Come on, Blink and ship you. Fucking asshole. I'm trying to understand what they're doing. Are they trying to sneak out some more yards? How do I feel like this is just going to end badly? Because it's the Colts. Well, I, think, I think the Ravens iced them. Because the Ravens had two timeouts. No. Um, what? Oh, well, I might be a little ahead. Yeah, don't say anything. Just kinda, he, he rolls out for like a 35-yard run. And then fumbles the ball. What, are they going to a different hash? No, he just, like, kicks it. Not kicks it. He, he gets it in the middle. Yeah, he's going for a different hash mark. That's all. That's I swear to God. That's, that's what he... No, he, he, he did that because if... if no, you're, no, no, no. Because if you... If, well, I'm saying, but if the play dies in between the hash marks, you get to pick which hash you want to go from. If this piece of shit misses another kick... He only missed one kick. <laughs> if this piece of shit misses another <laughs> kick... He missed it. He missed it. Just from Mock's laugh, he missed it. He wasn't even close. (laughs) (laughs) Wait till you see it. Man. I really hate that he's ahead and just did that. Yeah. 
If this was the Giants game and we did that to him, he'd be pissed. You know, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, a few seconds, I forgot I was ahead. I just looked up and saw it. I mean, it's like one of us kicked it. Let's see. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> this is great radio, I, guys. I, it was such a genuine laugh. I feel like he didn't fake it. Yeah, that, that had to but be. But it has to be a pretty bad miss. Let's see. Come on, just fucking kick it. Cut him. I mean, well, I mean, he missed by like like a half a foot. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. Expect- I mean, it just went right outside the post and then curved. It was, it was pretty wide right. No, it wasn't. We just watched the kick. It yep. went right past the post and then curved out. I get the feeling he's not playing with his Legos tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn right. Let's your see. Fault. All right, let's see it from this angle, real you quick. nerd. Oh, the, the angle we saw it didn't look like it really missed. No, that it really much. didn't. That still doesn't look like it missed it by that no. much. Mock made it seem like he fucking kicked it into, like, the fucking bench. I know. <laughs> well, yeah. fitting for this week of kickers. Yeah. Justin Tucker's going to hit a 75-yard field goal, and I'll, then and I'll then Jonathan Taylor's going to run an 80-yard touchdown in. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I know, so here's the thing. I had Justin Tucker in my paid league uh, the week that he broke the record. I think I should have gotten 10 points for that. Well, that's not how it works, bro. Um, beer reviews. Kendall, you only had one beer worth reviewing. That's right. And it was very good. Uh, I had the Splintered Sunlight IPA. Hold on. The Colts are assholes for not putting out Blankenship right now. <laughs> Blankenship versus Tucker. One can sing opera. The other one has goggles. Yeah. <laughs> and the opera singer is a better swimmer. Who would have guessed? Um, Wait, what? Kendall, fuck you for that. I thought it was a good joke, but uh, moving on. <laughs> Uh, 8% ABV. Um, uh, this is a long trail product. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot. I, I did myself a disservice. Uh, I was very thirsty and I, I drank this very quickly. Um, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it, it did sit a, a little heavy. Uh, it definitely fit the bill of this uh, New England, juicy New England style IPA. Uh, definitely got some of that. that, that, that Orange, uh, the, the citrusy aspect, um, very, very, very drinkable beer. This this uh, is voted very high. I may have one when I go home. I give this four stars out of five. Would get again. All right, so I liked it. Yeah, two beers worth reviewing. Yeah, I liked it. It was I. Right. Which one? The same beer. Yeah, the same beer. The the Splinter Sunlight. Good. I wouldn't necessarily buy it, but it was like a three. Would you trade it for a Subway sandwich? I don't know. It depends on how hungry I am. Hey, right he's... now? I probably got it now. Right? He's honest. And then the, uh, I respect hazy... the guy who's honest. I, like, I'm, like, I'm hungry, so I would trade for it. It's a great guy. And the ha- I actually it's like this guy. hazy IPA. You, the, the Frost? Yeah. The Frost from Blackhawk? Mock had the Frost last week. Yeah. Mock didn't like it, though. Well, he also had it warm. That's not true. We also had it like warm. It didn't really get a chance to cool down. Um, it's an India Pale Ale brewed with a mosaic and Idaho Seven hops from our friends at Blackhawk Brewing. The Hazy Frost IPA, six point two percent alcohol by volume, Oxford, Connecticut. Guess we're about to lose this game. Does that what you're done with your reviews? You good? Yeah. Uh, Mark, did you drink anything at the house or at the softball? Yeah, I sucked down a few Bud Lights. And they're they're just fine. No, they're not. Uh, Mass, how was the Gatorade Lemon Lime Sports Squeeze Bottle? Really good. Wish I had another one. There you go. A lot of sugar. Um, 
I also had the Hazy Frost IPA from Black Hog Brewing, our friends at Black Hog Brewing. The Pillowy Soft Winter White IPA, uh, as Mock reviewed it last week. But we'll give it a just review this week, because Mock, uh, as said last week, he had it kind of warm. Um, I, I actually pretty liked it. I thought the, the mosaic um, sometimes can be a little bit come, uh, come forwardness, <laughs> but the Idaho 7 hops were really good. Um, it really kind of created like a, a blend, like a, a nice, very weird, it's, it, they call it the Hazy Frost, but it's almost like a fluffy blend. Like It was kind of a fluffy beer. Like, it, it, like, the foam was perfect. Every sip kind of, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, melted down in your mouth type of deal. It was really good. I liked it a lot. I would give it 4.1 out of 5. And then I started off the show and finished the show with a New England Brewing Company Shits and Giggles German-style Fest beer. Um, the uh, 5.6% alcohol by volume lager with uh, Augustus Gloop on the logo. Uh, it started off warm, and that was my mistake because I wasn't. I'm glad I had it cold because I don't really like uh, German like lager style beers when they're warm. Um, they just have like a real ugh, taste. When they're warm, they taste like the best that Heineken can taste like, which is <laughs> just terrible. Um, is there any more of those? No. Um, but cold, real good. It drank real smooth. Not Oktoberfest, uh, just a German fest beer, so it doesn't have all the spices that an Oktoberfest will have. But it finished out real smooth. It was very delicious. Um, very marzipan flavored. Wow. Like that? Yeah. Like that? Broke out yeah. the marzipan. 3.8 out of 5. Like it a lot. Um, Master's got a Duvel sitting here that he didn't open. Yeah, who brought this out? You, you didn't put it in the cooler. There's also, I think, three other beers of yours that... Yep. <laughs> I never... just brought them for the crew to enjoy. Oh. Well. Fuck me. Would have drank some of those. <laughs> it's always that Paul. Yep. Uh, mock. Social medias. They can find us. Find us on Facebook at Getting Sportsworth Drunk. Twitter and Instagram. GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's suffering a heartbreaking fantasy loss... Or watching your opposing rival march down the field, no tea. Like, subscribe, and review on Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Pod, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Wherever you find fun stuff to listen to, you'll find us. Um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Now that everyone's on the air, everyone can hear me, correct? Yep. Yes. Yes, I just want to give a quick yeah. rundown. Oh, yeah, give us your rundown. Uh, Peter, uh, you have five seconds. Peter Pino Show, Wednesday at 7.30. Time's up. Corey O'Rama, Sundays at 2. Friday at delight. Uh, Fridays at 5. Now time's up. Our show on Mondays, The Gray Area, Tuesdays at 8. Hell, F and yeah, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. It's The Boo Show at 7. Metalocracy, Thursdays at noon. Every Saturday is a live concert series uh, at noon. Uh, Friday nights are the stand-up show. And every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday this coming Saturday will be a mixtape, so stay tuned for that lineup as well. Beautiful. PPRN Radio Network. Great shit all the time. Sometimes we're on even when we're off. Or sometimes the ad says. Yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone can hear me, yes, before we sign off? Correct? Yep, yep, yep. Souls, can you hear me? Give me a thumbs up. Massey, can you hear me? Thumbs up. Kendall, thumbs up. Uh, Mock, say thumbs up if you can hear me. Yep, thumbs up. All right. Prize task for next week. You guys can display it. Uh, I know that we'll have probably three people via webcam next week. Because um, we're, we're going to be switching to kind of like a on and off call-in format. Three or four, uh, actually probably all four of us 
We'll be zooming in. But you can have it present. Have it present with you when you sign on, because I will call for it at a random time. Prize test, though. The, the top prize can get five GSWD points, but you can still get a GSWD point, even if it's not that good. The judgments are mine and mine alone. Best thing you can put in your pocket. All right. All right? Best thing you can put in your pocket. Everyone understand? Understood. All right, can I get a little more clarification on that? Best thing you can put in your pocket. Every All the information you need is in the task. Whose pocket? <laughs> so, until then, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Yeah. Franklin. The Master Chris Massey. And the Red of a Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.